So seriously, though, this rash, you know, the doctor, the doctor said that eventually it would go away, but it is a very rare case. And uh, he gave me an ointment that I've been putting on it. And uh, I mean, it, it just it, it's you know, it feels like a like an where alligator. It, where down is it there. located? It's, you know, I mean, it's kind of the inner thigh, just sort of near the groinal area, you know, a little leathery. Wow. Yeah. No. I kind of have to reach from behind to get the ointment on. <laughs> Did you make the ointment like penis shaped when you put it on? Yeah. I know somebody who likes to do that to their wife. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Oh, crap. What? Are we live? Are we? I think so. Shit. Oh, oh well. <laughs> All right, I think we're ready to go. And we're doing something a little special today. Are we ready for some disco? Howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy. It's Star Wars month. Yes, it is. I mean, I don't believe in this whole May the 4th thing, you know. But You it's shut fine. your mouth. Whatever. It's not really Star Wars. Day. You shut May, your mouth. May 25th. You shut your mouth. Just saying. Any day that we celebrate Star Wars is a great day. Absolutely. So whether it's May the 4th, Revenge of the 5th, or May 25th, it doesn't matter. May was made for Star Wars. Every day is Star Wars Day. Exactly. Exactly. So before we bring in already our first guest who's in the green room and say hello to everybody in the chat, which is already hopping. Thank you very much, guys. Um, <laughs> yes, Tina. Yes. In fact, do you know what this warrants? A new banner. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. And so, yes, yes, I do. Yes, yeah, I know you do. I know you do. Mm. You know what else? You know what I else? do love Dick. Yes. Let's keep it in Star Wars theme. So yes. I'll leave that banner there for and now. And we all know your feelings on Thrawn Dick. Yes, yes. <laughs> Okay, so before we get to our guest, who we I would like to get to as soon as possible because the poor thing is in the UK and it's 2 a.m. over there, so he's a real trooper. Um, I believe that you have something that you would like to talk about really quick that's actually important and serious, so I'm going to take away the banner right now. Would you like the oh, floor? <laughs> You're welcome here. Yes, I appreciate you giving me the floor there. Yeah, um, yeah I... I I hate to get serious for a moment, but I did want to talk about something that's kind of important to me. 
Um, you know, we are talking about Star Wars and someone that really loves Star Wars is a really close friend of mine uh, named Jeff. And uh, I've known Jeff for about 20 years. We used to work together and um, Jeff uh, suffers from a debilitating condition, cerebral palsy. Um, and over the last 20 years, I've seen Jeff deteriorate from someone who could walk to someone who's now wheelchair bound and in constant excruciating pain. Um, and Jeff has recently been informed about a new procedure that um, is very expensive, but is has yielded some amazing results and could help to repair part of his body in such a way that he will, for one, not be in excruciating pain, but also have the ability to build his strength back up and hopefully walk again. Um, but like I said, it is very expensive. It's a $10,000 procedure. Um, and he's trying to raise money to, to get that done. So he has a GoFundMe going and I just wanted to take a moment. Yeah, it's right down here. Um, the link will be in the chat. Um, you know, we, uh, we just want to tell you guys, if you could just be awesome, like you always are and just share it, spread the word, you know, I, I don't expect anyone to give anything. I understand we're all in tough tight spots but um but yeah anything we can do to help get the word out and, and help him i mean he's he's got to raise ten thousand. he's already i think last i checked he was at 3400 so he's doing really well um but it's uh like i said it's a small thing but uh, i just would really appreciate if you guys could kind of help spread the word and and hopefully we can get this done for him so every little bit helps guys um both uh our lovely lunar girl and Rolando, they are dropping the links like crazy in the chat room. So please, again, like always, we are definitely not pressuring anybody to donate, but, you know, word of mouth can really do a lot. So as Josh said, if you can at least share it, that really does help. If you decide to donate, that's even better. And uh, to actually kind of segue into that, um, we actually, our first guest did his own charity stream um, last weekend uh, for uh, cancer of the blood and different type of blood disorders. So let's bring him in all the way from the UK. Number one dogger. Look up what that means. Peaky of the Peaky Arrow Productions. Peaky! Peaky! You, you like survived! You like being on, under us? Is it really? Uh, wow! Wow! Yeah. You, you like it yeah. when we're on top, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, always. Oh, well, especially you, Josh. Especially yeah, I know. you. I know. You um, do. I will Everyone just have to say, I uh, I have just donated for uh, for that cause. Oh, thank um, you so much. That especially as uh, just obviously talking a little bit about that. My brother, before he passed away, suffered with cerebral palsy, so that is very, very like close it's, to my heart. Yeah, so it's sorry. rough. Um, so yeah, I've I I it, w it wasn't a massive amount, but I I uh, the, just because I know what the, the kind of pain that is to go through, I've uh, I, I've donated for that. Thank well, you. Thank so you. Much, thank you so much. We really, really I, appreciate. I'm it. happy, happy to support anything you guys throw out there happy to thank you also why i'm here so yeah but yeah they and again like thank you to you guys and everybody in the chat who popped by my charity stream last week it was a i, I do you know what it was i was so unexpected of how big of a success it was 
we hit our goal. We actually hit 1,115, I think we hit. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so, like, I've already I've already had a phone call with the charity. They, like, you know, congratulated and thanked me. I've got a vet coming on on the way and everything. Like, so, again, the, the support everyone had. I got I started getting a little bit emotional because of all the support everyone got gave me. And I it, don't blame you. Yeah. No, this community is amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hands don't uh, don't underestimate the power of, of the streaming. And this is why I am actually I know a lot of people talk shit about social media, but I'm actually always going to be kind of a defender of social media because it can do wondrous things. And this yeah. is one of those things. It really can help get the, you know, the news spread across. But um, so again, Lots of charities and things like that. You know, this is one of the good things about using our platform for this. So, you know, in the future, Josh and I definitely plan on doing charity streams as well, because there's definitely many causes that we want to champion. So, yeah. I've already um, I've already got the next charity that I want to try and raise money for. Oh, um, that's great! Please keep us posted because we'd love to be on. Oh, and of course, always, we'll promote always. the shit out of it. But uh, I see that Josh is jumping right in. Look at you! Look I at know. you! I know. I discovered things. Oh Buttons. my god! Welcome to the future. Josh, just don't <laughs> press the big StreamYard right before Josh, my Just eyes. don't press the big red button that says "Do not push." Just don't 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 what even do look at do? it. If I don't anything, see one. I see do. one that says in broadcast. I was just going to say, don't you this fucking dare. No, 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 that's, <laughs> that's the one. That's the wrong one. I don't know. Button. This mouse is really finicky. I swear oh. I I will really fire you if you hit that button. <laughs> what you get for tick. giving me the real power. No. <laughs> Can we give me say powers. hi? Let's say hi to everybody before we hey, get Captain into Golden. the map Star Wars. So we got Duffman. I see you already got Captain Spaulding. We got Peaky, of course. Dagon, thank you for stopping by. If, if, I, if I'm in the chat uh, and I don't know. how I hear... I don't know. I'm telling you, this must be your ghost. You ingested a lot of spicy shit last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, I was in agony. <laughs> oh, we got someone else in the green room. Oh, God. Let's get the hellos first out of the yes, way yes, and yes, we yes. will, yes, we yes, will yes, bring yes. him in. Yes, yes. We got Rolando, who's our favorite robot. Of course, Ubaldo. Rolando's everywhere. Right there. Rolando is everywhere. I swear. It's like, I think of Rolando like the Dark Knight, Lucius Fox, where he has all those monitors and screens. Yes. Yeah. That's Rolando. He's just sitting there moderating <laughs> on like a thousand different screens at once. We have Ro who popped by. Thanks, Ro. Hey, he Ro. just did a Scarif Live uh, with FSP, FS, FSP, FSP. I think don't, they're in the chat don't, too. Don't strain yourself. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> we have Gerard. <laughs> Everyone's saying hello to everybody. I love this hey. community. Everyone's so nice. Captain Spaulding. We have Nicholas. We were running hey, late man. because Josh was doing his hair. Okay. <laughs> he knew Blame I was coming me. on. So he had to I had to look good for Peaky. I know. I know. DB, who is a spy. DB. Dragon Boo. What? Who else? We got Beard, who appreciates the Star Wars disco. Thank you, sir. I was jamming out to that. I was <laughs> no, doing, yeah. popping off some moves. Hey, keep on collecting. Hey, Thanks for on. stopping by. Who else do we got? We got so many people in here. Oh, Keith, who will be on with us in June. So hey, stay Keith. with that. He's awesome. Mm -hmm. Always fun. There it is. 
FSF. Howdy, howdy. There you go. She can read. Good, good. Sorry. Fuck off. I'm glad those classes are helping. <laughs> hey, Ghosty. Thank you, Ghosty. We have Science Fiction Remnant. Hola. Those are my Miami peeps. Who else? I already said hi to Dagon. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> Spencer. Hi, Spence. Hey, Spence. And now I think we're caught up. Did I get everybody? Yes, I did. All right. I think we're ready now for guest number two. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing and why he's looking up to the sky. You say we're ready now? Okay, hang on. Are we ready for him? Can oh, you please? Sorry. What are you doing? What? Why are you undressing? I'm nothing. I'm, you said we're ready. What All are right. we doing? I asked him to keep it positive. <laughs> Let's see if he can do that. Because I want to talk about only the things that we love about Star Wars in this lovely month. Here he is. Batman's number one <laughs> nemesis, Joker voice. <laughs> Hello, bitches, I'm here. <laughs> hey, Joker. Hello, Peaky. How are you, dear boy? I'm all right. I'm all right. Good. And chat, since I'm also watching WWE Backlash at the same time here, I'm coming in like R Roman Reigns. Fucking acknowledge me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that rescuing reference. Oh, thanks, Ubaldo. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I got you. I got you. <laughs> That's right, Dragon Buddy. Keep on talking, and I don't stop. So, <laughs> so positive thing about Star Wars: the OT is amazing. Yes. The prequels are damn good. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. The real, the real Star Wars Day is May 25th. We know. We know. But. As Tina said before, stop being such a goddamn purist because as far as I'm concerned, I'm sorry, all what? of all of the I'm month sorry, of what? May stop being so I'm sorry, what that is such a female all thing to Okay, that is such a female thing. That's such a female thing to say. It's like it's it's my birthday month. No, you have a birthday. Yes. No. It's not a month. No, no, no. it's a month. No. It is not a month. It's a day. No. You get twenty four hours. No. Make the best of it. No, just like it's a wedding month, not wedding day. Go fuck yourself because I will watch oh, the six shit. movies. No, I watch a, the six movies on the fourth, and I, I will watch, watch the six movies again on the twenty fifth. It's, it's a wedding day. It's, it's just one. <laughs> right, one right. Day. it's a wedding day because. Hey, listen. Whatever brings positive attention to Star like a Wars, funeral. I'm all for. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Beard. If I can Halloween celebrate, if I can celebrate Halloween all month. But do we not decorate all month for Halloween? You don't, don't just decorate for the one day. Same thing with I, Christmas. I celebrate I all month round, except for Thanksgiving, because Thanksgiving sucks. I just I leave don't. my Christmas tree up year round. So I don't even <laughs> have one. Less uh, work. So. Uh, <laughs> you don't even have like a little Charlie Brown. Like I can always like... count on Kelly and Tina to stand beside wow. me on this. And yeah, now I, I have beard. I'm on your side, Chante. I'm on your side. <laughs> Oh, good we got the two <laughs> we got the two <laughs> negatives <Total simp. laughs> no, that's fine no. that's fine that's <clears throat> cool but yeah it's so, cool. so star wars um let's talk star about wars. it let's yeah. talk about it did let's you guys well i guess i'm gonna assume well, see, now that you guys well, didn't do shit on may the 4th <laughs> why would i well would you are you gonna be doing anything for may 25th i work i will actually be on i will actually be on the channel on the uh, channel pops where he's doing doing little interviews all week long all month long and he's going to have a compilation of stuff and he even he's even found 
the original Star Wars figure toy commercials, and he's making a compilation of those. Oh, that'll be cool. That'll well. be awesome. Wow. Yeah, that'll be a yeah, lot of fun. So, Pops, great guy, de- definitely a friend of the well, my community on <clears throat> too bad I don't know about the rest of y'all, but <laughs> be nice. I am being nice. He is a wonderful man. So, so what we're here to talk oh. about? Wow. No, no, I did not. I, 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 I said you can Ooh. celebrate it. I said you can celebrate it all you want, but real Star Wars fans, it's May twenty fifth. I agree. I do agree. Hey, do agree. hey Sugar Bush. G unit. G unit. So, so Star Wars. Why? You know, we're we're here to talk about pop culture. So it's not just about what do you like about Star Wars. We want to okay. talk about. Why is Star Wars not only special to you, but why is it the cultural phenomenon that, that it, it is. is today? Because for one thing, this came out in 1957, mm-hmm. and it basically shocked the world. It was something people had never seen before. I have, I have said that uh, Star Wars is probably the greatest American film ever made. Just for it just pushed the technology envelope a quantum leap ahead i remember i was living in omaha nebraska and i was in first grade yeah first grade my father had come to pick me up from school he was trans he was transitioning from air force to civilian life and he picked me up after school and i was excited the entire day i was the first kid out when that bell rang and he's sitting he's standing right in front of his car right in front of the school and we're driving along and and i'm like where are we going where are we going where are we going and he was like mm-hmm. well, whatever so anyway <laughs> so and we and we, and, and, he, and he and he's like and he's like hang on it's fine don't worry you'll see so then we pull into this this like little shopping center and there's a marquee out front and I saw the word Star Wars and I'm just like so we go in we get a we get a little popcorn a little lemonade or something and we go find our seats and this is where the when the house lights go down a big curtain actually went up yeah love it yeah That's so old school I yeah old. was it well, I am That's fine <laughs> I'm just bringing in our ghosty because we got gotcha. gotcha. and then once and then the 20th century fox logo then it goes dark and then a long time ago in a galaxy far far away cue the first note of john cue the first note of john de williams and for the next two hours this six-year-old's jaw was on the floor and mm-hmm. My mother is still salty about that day because May twenty fifth is her birthday, and my dad took and my dad took me to go to the movies instead of spending the day with her. Hashtag priorities. Yeah, you know. <laughs> hey, guys, hey, hey Ghosty. How you doing, Chris? Joker, that's almost some of my exact same memories. Yeah. Seeing the, the big theater with the curtains that opened up. And, oh, yeah. You know, they showed a couple trailers and then it closed and then they opened back up again. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yep. Oh. And we we haven't seen anything like that 
um, until the until there was a trailer for the Phantom. Until there was a trailer for the Phantom the menace i don't i don't remember which movie it was attached to but people would take their lunch break go to yes, a th- yep you know, just to watch the buy, buy a ticket for the for the film and once the trailer hit left yep that's yep. true well yep. when when um yeah when when episode three came out mm-hmm. i i was you know, managing the cinema and uh it was on the trailer for that was on the incredibles mm-hmm. okay. and there was a guy that came in and he was like, man, you know, I, I really want to watch that episode three trailer, but I really would hate to just buy a ticket for this movie. I don't want to watch just to yeah. leave right after the preview. Um, and I said, well, you know, I just happened to be walking over there myself to watch it. So why don't you come join me? And we just walked back and we watched it and we stood there for a second. And then we stepped out of the auditorium and he just shook his head and he said, man, that's that right there is a lifetime in the making. You know, this is yeah. a culmination of my entire childhood and adulthood all coming together at, at once. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, man, I, I totally understand. Um, yeah, it, it's, it is a phenomenon. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he, go ahead. I mean, even to the point of where, even to the point of where you could, if you've never seen Star Wars, mm-hmm. but you can throw up a picture of Yoda, everyone knows who Yoda is. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone, knows, I mean, everybody everyone knows Darth Vader. Everyone you know? knows Darth Vader. I mean, it's it's the same thing as you know showing somebody a picture of Mickey Mouse. I mean, it's like the same yeah. thing. It's just universally which Mickey, known. Which, These days, it's even more like the same even, thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> which, which Mickey Mouse is going to be public domain in about a yeah. year. So oh, yeah. be, beware. <laughs> yeah. But Peaky, what's your first experience? Because I would venture. Yeah, I'm very to curious because you're, yeah, you're, because... you're so much younger than all us old. Yeah, you're I only think 13. My first experience was probably like watching A New Hope on VHS. Mm. And then I think my first ever time I went to the cinema to see a Star Wars film was for Attack of the Clones. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Do you know what? I, 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 to be honest, I count, I, like, for me, the prequels were my Star Wars because they yeah. came out the time when I was a kid. I, so I, grew, I mainly I grew up with the prequels, but I, I knew of the original trilogy anyway, because I had seen them. But, but that, me... that that validates the prequels, though, because it shows that it did what it was supposed to. It brought oh. a new generation into Star Wars. Yeah, I had um, already right. seen the original trilogy whereas, dozens whereas... of times. So when the prequels came out, at me for me at 12 years old, I was like, oh my god, well now I'm getting my own movies in addition to already loving the original trilogy along yeah, right. with the two Ewok movies. So oh, it was... Fuck those movies. Shut your fuck those movies. No, no. Those movies I'm are great. Caravan of Courage. Caravan of Courage, a.k.a. Care, Ewok Care Bears Adventure. on meth. You know what? You know what? You they love serve me. their purpose and you the murder me. bears are awesome. Well, I've, never see, I've never seen okay. the Ewok movie, so I, I, I can't. You know what? They're on Disney Plus. Go watch we, them. We highly recommend. Okay. I well, love them. They're, that was my of, introduction to Star Wars, and then I saw the original trilogy. Speaking of the murder bears, uh, does anyone remember the Ewok cartoon? Yep. See that I don't oh, yeah. remember. Now, Josh, Josh, uh, the now the let's see the channel. The YouTube channel Call Me Chato. The host of that cha- the host of that cha- channel is a former Canadian network executive. He was a voice in the Ewok card routine. Oh, that's cool. That's, that's cool. really cool. Did anybody pick up the Ewok 
a comic that came out like a week or so ago. Oh um, no, really? Fucking darkest shit, dude. Really? Yeah, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> There's a whole. It's it's a silent comic book, so they don't talk. But <sighs> it's got a couple of characters in it. Hold, and wait, one of the on. chapters is hold like, on. well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. Yeah, I that's that work. I don't remember comic books coming with no sound. Well, they they did in the late eighties. Little, uh, little cassettes and yeah. the records, man. Oh, yeah. the cassettes. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, okay. But this so the Ewok no book words. that came with the tape, no dialogue or anything. No yeah. dialogue. Peaky, do you know what cassette tapes are? Yeah, so funny enough, I had a Walkman. Funny enough, I had a tape deck. Okay, I know, and well, that's my vinyl player. In the UK that I've got, and you guys are like twenty years behind everyone. Yeah, listen, but... I've got a vinyl player over in the corner. It has a tape deck built into it, so I know what tapes are. Thank you very much. I also <laughs> know what Betamax what is. is so, oh wow! Mm. Whoa, impressive. Most impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. I know you're impressing us tonight. Listen, I was I was born early nineties, okay, so I know what some oh, of the eighties stuff God, is. God, I'm so fucking old. I <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus H Christ. So tell us, tell us, tell us, But you know, I like this because there's all different generations. I mean, Peaky yeah. and I were in our thirties. Josh, you're in your forties. I don't want to insult anyone, so I don't want to assume anyone's age below me. So, what the hell? You already kind of did. Okay. And Josie, you're twenty, right? Yeah. Okay, so you're taking care of the twenties. All right, cool. All right. So you know, it's a generational. Look at this. I mean, we all love it. So, Ghost, tell us about you know why do you think it's a phenomenon like it is? What makes Star Wars special to you? what makes it special to me is just the story, the, the hope mm-hmm. and going back to when I first saw it, it was one of the first like non Disney movies I'd ever seen at a theater. Yeah. yeah. Um, and even growing up, I wasn't back really allowed Disney to watch was good. <laughs> yeah, back, you know, well, you know, you got into the, 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 the uh, black hole and you got into something. Oh, great movie. Black hole is awesome. Yeah. I love the black hole. I'm a uh, new fan of that movie because I had yeah. never seen it. Still, when, love, when Disney Plus hit, that was the first week. thing that was I the first thing I watched on Disney Plus it. was Black Hole. I had to yeah, yeah, I really it. thank I really thank Roe for that one because he's the one that turned me on to the black hole. So I was very I just realized sounds really wrong. Never, never, <laughs> no, I think I'm I think I'm thinking of a different black hole film. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. He's turned on by the black hole. So that's on another channel. Don't go there. I mean it's on topic i mean if you're into that i don't want to deprive anybody i have no problem with the black hole but like you said but like you said you got you got the black hole on tv on on tv that's then that's then spawned battlestar galactica and and that and that buck rogers and buck rogers and battlestar are two of my favorite shows always will be no matter how much cheese is in them completely agree which, by the way, if you watch Buck Rogers on a high def TVV, you can you can now you you can see the strings that are used to pull the doors open. Yeah, that's I awesome. Watched, uh, I watched Ghostbusters again the other day, and on a on a high def TV, you can see all the strings holding everything up. Oh, that's, that's yeah. really clean, and it's like you know what? That's okay. Don't fix that. No, <laughs> leave it. Seriously, I mean. No. No, what makes it real? Reading G's. Well, you know, when I, when I went to Return of the Jedi uh, last week or whenever that was, 
Um, you know, it was interesting what, what they fixed and what they didn't fix. You know, I had never noticed that Soboba comes down the stairs into Jabba's court. They must have added that recently. But then huh. there's still horrible mat lines, like when Han and Lando are talking about giving him the Falcon. Oh, yeah. It looked mm -hmm. terrible in that shot. It I noticed terrible. it, too. Like, the rest, you fixed uh, so much. Uh, really but I was like, yeah, that's okay. I would like to address Darth Muzza. We are equal opportunists on this yeah. show. We do not discriminate. Whatever color hole you love, yeah. we are down for. Yep. yep. We will love all the house. Wanted, we love all the house. Wanted yeah. to get that out there. All right. Okay. Like my papa Long. always said, uh, find <laughs> <a> <laughs> we, Joker voice, did we scare you off? <laughs> <laughs> As no, long as it's a moist was, hole. If you watch um, the uh, <laughs> I Walk documentary they did a few years ago, uh -huh. and it talks about how everything in the theater was dark, the French Connection, Planet of the Apes, Dirty Harry, and it gave hope to, to everybody. And it was a kid's movie that struck the chords of, you know, the... Excretion? Everything. Jason Todd got off easy. <laughs> Sorry, I, it was it. something that kids loved, and it it ran. Get it, Josh. Get it forever. <laughs> I mean, oh in God. our area, here. Indiana, where I was, it ran for seven months. Oh yeah, and that's unheard of anymore. Hell, half the time you don't even get it three or four weeks before it's on some streaming thing now. Yeah. Oh my God, Josh and yeah. I were literally just talking about this before we went live. That yeah, that that really depends on the studio. Yes, there we go. That really depends. Depends on that depends on the studio. Darth Mizza, porn hub. Oh yeah. All right. Unless you live in Utah, because it's been banned. Utah has banned it from its networks. They don't care. Really? Yep. If you live Utah, in Utah, of all places, Utah, if you of all places, it's no longer available in your area. That would explain not, the not behavior. That, I know that. I, I no, no. that would explain the behavior. By the way, quick reminder. Quick reminder. Streamyard link is pinned to the chat. If you guys want to join us, I can hold up to ten people in here. So by all means, please jokes. join us because I know because yeah. right <laughs> now. I am the only hen in the cock house. Yep, so she wants as, she wants as many people in there as possible. Oh, I'm oh I'm gonna like say a hot dog down a hallway. Oh, so jokes. So Teenage right pregnancy now, is gonna go up in Utah. Oh dear boy, no, that's why they come to Vegas. They come to Vegas on vacation. Is this mm -hmm. Rogue Attraction's first time in our chat? Oh, I, maybe. Oh, I know Tom. Trust me, he is he is Tom, stay away from trees. He was oh, nuts oh, today. You, he, you know he did seven parks. He started today yes. off at SeaWorld and ended it at Disneyland at, uh, at uh, Magic Kingdom. Yeah, he did our yes. stream. Mm -hmm. Tom, Tom. Tom is an animal. Tom is an he animal. Was, him and Zort just kept going and going and going. Yeah. Zort. Do not feed Zort. No. Those but. damn monkey lizards. Yeah. We appreciate Walk that, kids. Tom. We appreciate that. Oh, someone has we, to. We, however, be. are not no. yet. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. Tom, maybe your channel, but I've been with you on quite, quite, a, few, quite a few streams there, Tom. <laughs> 
<gasps> Thank you for passing by Science Fiction Remnant. Thank you for subbing. I appreciate it. So I wanted to stop and say hello because I, I said I wouldn't. I'm a man of my word and i appreciate that JV. and so i wanted to I, I wanted to say my nice things and also something else it's not star wars related guardians of the galaxy Vol oh no Vol please no spoilers i'm he i am not i'm not gonna okay. spoil okay okay worth yeah, i haven't watched every, it yet worth every penny i was expecting i was expecting something else and i got something much better in 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 return so i want your audience to to hear this yes something came out of marvel that i liked yay, yay! and it'll be the last and it, it'll, it'll be the last last one for some time <laughs> well the curious thing is how many of those people tom, are gonna me too, tom. Be in dc me too movies, tom so. me too tom me i too. i yeah yeah same same. I thought okay. that little uh, clip was him talking to his friends and darn near started crying. I was like, oh no. Take tissues. And well, thanks guys, for passing by, JV. Of course. And I'm looking forward to be a guest on when it's just, we can just chit chat about God knows what, because yeah. God knows what. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not subscribed already, please give Joker voice a sub and give them listen and you know of course you know leave comments and remember to hashtag keep talking that's right and i and i will be coming up with a, a new merch um oh cool thing for for limited for it'll be a limited run for the, the one month and uh a uh, hundred percent of those hundred uh, funds will be going to the stuttering foundation that's so. nice that's great that's great so, jb Folks, again, thank you, chat. Oh, thank you're welcome. Thank, thank you for coming on. My pleasure, and toodles. Bye. See ya. Oh, that was really nice. Uh, speaking of which, uh, just really quick, Josh and I will be dropping uh, our own review video of Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Um, we're gonna we're planning on dropping it on Thursday. Josh is hopefully gonna go see it tomorrow, so we can give a you know. Our opinions on it i'm yeah, trying we're starting to... a new review series yes actually. it's yeah. going to be called uh the sticky spot sticky so. spot yeah. that sounds <laughs> that sounds like a uh, that, that's what kind of reviews are you doing on that? A, a sticky floor review yeah <laughs> sticky floor review we're gonna do porn reviews. i mean still that still you know that's my specialty <laughs> thank you rolando rolando I love them. Look, I mean, our mods are just the fucking best. So Another thing I think that's made Star Wars so last so long is because, like Peaky said, it, every generation has had its own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, my generation yeah. is OG, and then you guys were the uh, prequel trilogy, and I know people don't like them, but a lot of kids love the sequel trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Mostly because once they see the other six, they see the flaws in the sequel trilogy, but that's what they saw at the theater. And you know, they I I know people who are like loved those sequel trilogies, and then they saw the original six and were like, oh, uh, oh, nice. So that's a good question. I got my then that I would, too. So that that's a good question then that I would want to ask. Hi, Peter. Hi, Brian. Hey, Pete. Um. 
Hey, Brian. And yes, I do. <laughs> so if you were to show somebody Star Wars for the first time, then would you have them watch the original trilogy first or would you have them go in timeline order? I personally would want them to watch the originals first, even it's all out of order. And that's only because I were if you start with the CGI fest of the prequels and the more modern, you know, stuff that's out now, they're not going to appreciate the originals because they're so yeah. used to seeing all that technology. It would just feel face. really dated. I mean, that's how I did it with my nieces. I yeah. wanted to, you know, you know what? I was like, they're like six years old. They're around the age that I saw the originals. So I was like, you know what? Let me have them watch those first before they start, you know, with all the modern stuff. Yeah, I definitely. I, four, four, five, six, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Uh, a solo Rogue One and then into the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I see I do it in I do it in chronological order. I'd st- I start from Phantom Menace and like help build that universe for them. So, like, it is I true. Would, I mean well, the okay. I would do it well, like the so they, 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 especially if they're new to it, they've never seen the Star Wars, it will help them follow the storyline through the films a little bit easier well, as well. Well I can tell you that having seen the movie so many times, that's how I do it now. But because yeah. I saw it in the order that I saw it, I would kind of want people to start that way if it's the first time they're watching it. But I agree. I personally like watching it in timeline order. And that's only because I think Palpatine is one of the greatest cinematic villains of all time. And mm-hmm. seeing him infiltrate everything from the beginning all the way to the end, I yeah. think is absolutely fascinating watching that progression and how he started out as a politician and got himself in. And it's a really great way. Like, that's why I'm not into the whole, um, what's the other order called that people the like to watch? Order. No, oh. <laughs> the first order. <laughs> no, there's that specific order that people like to watch the movies in. Uh, release order and no. timeline order. No, the order where you watch the prequels. Yeah. I don't know if it's got a real name or not. It does. No, I can't there remember. is. There's a there is a name, and I can't remember. And some people like just cut out. Well, you could if you watch them in release order, that would be the order: four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, yeah. nine. Would be release order. What the heck is the yeah. name of that order? I'm looking 66. it up. Oh, Matt. Oh, my God. I can't talk to you people. <laughs> I can tell you when I when I saw Return of the Jedi, there were about, I don't know, maybe six or ten kids in there that were with parents mm-hmm. who had never yet seen Return of the Jedi. And they hadn't seen any of the other movies except New Hope and Empire. And and they they just lost their shit. It was it was so cool to watch kids see Return of the Jedi for the first time and just hollering when when the death when they when lando flies out and the falcon in there they're just were yelling and screaming and jumping it was it was great machete order the the machete machete order machete order that's what it is that's what it is which i don't agree with i know how google works too yeah you watch it says you watch a new hope empire strikes back Attack of the Clones, then yeah. Revenge of the Sith, and then Return of the Jedi, and you completely cut out Phantom Menace altogether. What? Well, Phantom yeah. Menace is a masterpiece. 
I love the Phantom Menace. I know there are some people who don't have a lot of love for it, but I personally love Phantom Menace, despite Jar Jar and you know Jake Lloyd's horrible acting. But that's a weird way to watch. It is a. I wouldn't. I wouldn't cut out Phantom Menace, but it does make sense to me to maybe do four and five, then one, two, three, then six. And the reason for that is, is you would pick. You would basically in your mind it would be as if the prequels are a flashback, so to speak. So right. you would watch four and five. Then at the end of five, you have that climax of Vader revealing that he's Luke's father. Then you step back and you watch him become Anakin become Vader. Then you go into episode six and you get to make a direct comparison then to the way Anakin was in episode three to the way Luke is in episode six. Because right. you think about Luke, he's wearing all black, similar mm -hmm. to how Anakin did. When you first see him in Jedi, he literally walks into Jabba's palace and force chokes a couple of Gamorrean guards. You know, so you're going to see this direct parallel between right. he and his father then, and it would be fresher in your mind. So I could, I could get behind. Yeah, that, I mean that. I, I, that cut is, I understand the. Altogether. I understand the order. I just, I just don't necessarily agree with it i mean of course you I mean, you watch it the way you want i mean there are times where i still watch the original trilogy before i watch the prequels because i just i mean let's be honest it's where it all began and i love the originals when my yeah. cousin showed it to his kids who were six and seven they started with episode one mm -hmm. did episode two did the clone wars all the way up to the point where uh, uh 66 is about to happen then they watched the uh revenge of the sith finished off the clone wars yeah and then watched because only season one of rogue, rogue squadron was out then they went in and finished this other stuff in between mm -hmm. rebels they skipped resistance because that's too far ahead for him he, he doesn't like that and then watched rogue one and solo and then four five six seven eight nine and it took them like i don't know three months to watch but they watched everything all the way through the second season of mandalorian and book of boba fett and but Andor had come and out, and then now they hate Star Wars. Okay, they, they, they love everything. Any extra, I have a whole bunch of extra figures that I sent. They love that's cool. everything about it. Um, they did have questions about how Palpatine returned. <laughs> don't we all? Yeah, we don't know yet. They're working on that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still think Ian McDermott nailed it in the. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I'm never gonna care. take that away from him. Yeah. Yeah. He makes he's me happy so no great. matter what. Oh yeah. His performance. Palpatine is such a happy character. He's always laughing. Oh, he's isn't happy. he though? He's very jolly. He's yeah. jolly. jolly. He's, he's like Santa Claus. Yeah. He's Krampus. Yeah. That's why I can't wait to meet him in Nashville. Awesome. Oh, you're so lucky. He has another series. He has a British series called uh, City of Fire, I think it's called. And it's about the founding of the London police squad. Loved oh, him cool. in that, too. Mm. Um, but I can't wait to meet him because he is my favorite character in Star Wars. He's great. Oh, yeah, he's he's great. fantastic. And they villain. really developed him so much over the course yeah. of the prequels. And well, just seeing the way he turned it off and on from being this nice, kind, gentle, older you know, fatherly figure for Anakin yep. and everything. And then mm -hmm. he just immediately cuts to do it, you know, and it, it's yep. just, I love it. And that's another thing that I was going to say, which I was talking about uh, this week. I think it was with you, Josh, where mm -hmm. we were discussing that, what Tina said, that you can just tell 
He oh, yeah. loves playing this character. Yeah. Well, it's such a great, just, I'm sure it allows him so much freedom as an actor to just kind of be over the top and, and wild. Why, why are you going to steal my, look at her stealing my Sith Chinchilla. I'm anyway, sorry. It's, it's fine. It's what It's because we both have access to the stream yard. I mean, it's very similar to like Frank Langella <laughs> in, um, in Masters of the Universe, how much he loved playing Skeletor because he just got to really go wild with it. And I, I think that's really cool. I mean, let's mm. be honest. I mean, if you're going to be an actor, I think playing a villain is always going to be the most fun because you really get to camp oh, it up. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's fun. <laughs> He said, even though Snape wasn't a villain, he loved playing him because people perceived him as a villain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just the most fun. Money he ever had was in uh, as the sheriff of, Sher of uh, Nottingham. Oh yeah, just let the cheese flow, and he had a great time in that. He's Hans Gruber. No, well, yeah. he's the best bad guys ever. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where I know I remember him from. He's Hans Gruber. Yeah. Huge diehard fans. <laughs> yeah. Well, that never go wrong with that. Never. Now I have a machine gun. <laughs> Watch oh, it every year. Oh, Our oh. local theater does uh, throwback Christmas movies every year, <clears throat> and Die Hard is always in there because yep. it's a Christmas. It's movie. a Christmas movie. Yes, yes, it is. One yes. and two are set at Christmas, so they're yeah. Christmas movies. Yep. Yeah. They are. I mean, the whole series is not, but yes, one and two are definitely Christmas movies. Yeah, one and two are set at Christmas. He's at a holiday party in one. Two, she's coming to him for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Totally. You know, Lethal Weapon is not a Christmas movie, even though it takes place around Christmas. But Die Hard, the only reason he's there is Christmas. Yeah. The and, and, the same thing, and the same thing for two. The only reason why she's on that plane and going to him is for Christmas. And, and it's, it's very... The thematically set, you know, after sort of that Christmas model, you know, it's bringing family together and, and yeah. it's all about, you know, hope and that struggle to, you know, be together and, and share in the joy of Christmas. You know, I mean, that that's the driving force behind everything that's going on. A lot so. of Die Hard 2 was shot here in Denver at, at our old airport. Oh, really? Yeah, all the airport stuff is shot at uh, what was called Stapleton International Airport. Before they built that crazy one that's yeah, there that has all the, the uh, weird murals and yeah. everything inside of it. Yeah. 3,000. Strange statues everywhere. It makes no it's sense. tickle in my throat. <clears throat> Josh, get out of Shiny's throat. Is it at the back? <clears throat> I'll tickle you. Throat. <clears throat> what? What? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of tickle in the back of the throat. Listen, uh, we will talk about whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. So anyway, well, you can't you can't fault the merchandising to keep things going. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Because when when Star Wars dis would disappear, it didn't really disappear. Right, it's true. You could play it every single day. Now in 80, 83, 84 when Star Wars abandoned us, mm -hmm. you know, for the dark times, you know, when people complained about the prequels and or the and it was like <clears throat> you know it's been 13 years since we've had a star wars movie shut up yeah you know yeah be happy had some faults but i love the everybody hates the politics of it i loved the politics of it it's the best part to me that i mean it really builds part. the story and it shows yeah. i yeah one of my favorite things especially over the course of the clone war series is how they really illustrated that 
who we always thought were the bad guys weren't really the bad guys, you know, like the separatists actually had a legitimate beef mm -hmm. and the Republic were really the villains. And that's why they became the empire. And just yeah. to see Palpatine pulling the strings from both sides, it's just brilliant story. Yeah. Um, like also, I said, I was 12 when that, when Phantom Menace came out and I had no problem with the politics. I found it to be absolutely fascinating. And when yeah. I saw senator palpatine and i was like well that's the emperor obviously right off the bat spoiler alert i was like oh my god so that's how this motherfucker did it i thought it was brilliant i thought it was absolutely brilliant also, yeah that is the best way to go about this we got introduced to one of like the best sifts ever darth maul oh yeah oh like qui-gon jen i mean come on those two characters alone sell the phantom menace for me shanty's getting a bit uh misty over darth maul <sighs> darth maul Quite and it. young Kenobi yeah. while I was going through puberty. It was a great time. <laughs> it was a great time. I don't know. I, I can get on board with Kenobi Shanti and got to experimenting early during that, that stage. Braid, I don't know. That, that, that braid was just probably one of the worst costume ideas of all time. Yeah. I had it. Braid. I had a young Kenobi costume when i was a kid we sold those with that baby they were just a separate thing you we put on a peg hook and they just had a little banana clippy thing and yeah right to the back of your head we sold tons of them i think the ladies will agree with me we weren't looking at the braid well you know when i try to explain the the prequels to people i was like you understand this is history the, the empire <laughs> has always been rome the empire has always been yeah the nazis germany Mm -hmm. This is the rise of Napoleon. This is the rise of Caesar. Mm -hmm. This is the rise of Hitler and how normal people get tricked into uh, voting for somebody and letting them run thinking, you know. Yeah, Clone, Clone Wars is really good. It, it, although I, one, one thing I don't like about the Clone Wars <laughs> TV show is how, like, you'll start one arc of like a story yeah, and then another arc will start and then you'll get a continuation of the arc beforehand and the arcs are just like kind of everywhere but, but i appreciate the show because as someone who isn't a fan of attack of the clones this helped to expand that movie so much more so for yeah. me it fleshed well, I, out the movie so much better because i, I really know why did not now that it's on disney plus they don't reorder it they should I don't know it. why either. They have They should put it in arc order. So like, I agree. You know, have all of the arcs kind of because some of the arcs last for like four episodes. So like you know you, you're waiting like you got to watch another couple of episodes and by the time that last part of the arc has come out, you forgot what happened in the rest of them because there's been so many episodes. Well, like if you go to online and they'll tell you what order to watch the shows in. Yeah. There's like episodes, you know, season one, season two, or season one, episode one, blah, blah, blah. And then mm -hmm. suddenly you'll see season three, episode one, because it yeah. jumps to the episodes where they're teaching you about fives and how everybody got in and do stuff. And it's like, I wish they just reorder them. And yeah. so right. when they watch them, they won't be confused. Yeah. You know, <gasps> I think that's why like, I can remember watching Clone Wars. Enjoy the movie. Thanks for coming. I can remember watching Clone Wars as a kid on like Cartoon Network. Yeah, and, like <laughs> I think one of the reasons why I can't really rewatch it now is because I know how messed up the order is for with the episodes. Like, when I was a kid, I didn't care. 
you know, I got animated Star Wars, let's go, I'm happy. But now, like, trying to, like, watch stuff in Chronicle Order and, like, obviously pick bits out that they reference, you know, in like, two movies down the line type thing. It's just like, oh, I can't really, I, I, I really want to see how this arc plays out. But now I've got to skip all the way to, like, season five. And I'm like, you know, I know. I can't be asked. I think and what surprised that, me the most. There's too many seasons. There's too many episodes also. Like See, there's seven opinion. seasons. <laughs> there's seven seasons. And to me, I didn't really like. It didn't really start to hold my attention until about halfway through season three. Yeah. Well, one of the things I love the most about the series was just watching the animation develop. I mean, at the yes. beginning, it was, you know, it was very stylistic. It was obviously kind of pulling from the 2D animation that they had done previously. Um, but it, uh, you know, I wasn't sure if I liked it necessarily at the beginning, but over the course of it, as it developed to me, that's mm -hmm. become the animation for Star Wars. And I, well, yeah, I feel like they used the same the same animation for Rebels and for um... Bad Batch. Bad yeah. Batch. Yeah, I <clears> mean, <throat> they tweaked it a little for Rebels, and they you know pulled Rebels. more from the Ralph McQuarrie. Yeah, you know. it was very McQuarrie. Yeah. Rebels uh, is Rebels. Like, we know eyes. why you like Rebels, and we're not going to talk no, no, about. No, 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 no. Hold like on. Wait, 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 wait. That throng, the throng, throng, throng. Okay, let me change the banner. All right. Okay, I want to clear this up. Yes, I love Thrawn. Yes, I love all things blue. But in all honesty and truthfully and seriously, I do love Rebels. I think it is a great show. I like that it was only four seasons. Again, I think some shows, they get caught up in thinking that the more seasons they do, the better it is. No. Right, Sometimes wars. keeping it short and sweet and simple is the way to go. It hit all the emotional notes. And it did the one thing that I've always loved about Star Wars, which is it showed family. May not be blood family, but it shows family. And that is what I love about Rebels. Yeah. It Wasn't really there... harkens back to the original trilogy, in my personal opinion. Wasn't there a, there was a time jump between, was it season three and season four? <clears throat> There's like a, it, it, it wasn't a massive time jump. I think uh, like, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, because that was like when Ezra's hair, hair got short chopped off. Yeah. yeah. And he obviously or, like... Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first episode of Rebels turned me off so badly. Oh, really? Yeah, because really? it was Aladdin, and I didn't want to see this little. Maybe that's maybe that's why I was like, oh, that was my first thought. Obviously, the opening it. credits to Aladdin. I'm like, oh what? yeah. You, could, you know, you could put you know one one jump, Street. and I was like, I kept. I was like, I know I'm going to keep watching, and about five episodes, and I'm like, I love this. This is great. Oh, yeah. well, I, I love the whole family the unity of the crew and. Yeah, and when Vader shows up for that first time, and he's just all like, no, no. Yep. And, you know, only, you know, uh, uh, what's his name knows anything about yeah. you know, any Sith. Mm -hmm. And Ezra's like, no, we can take him. Like, no, <laughs> yeah. no. Kanan's like, no, dude, no, you don't realize. You he's riding on top of his uh, TIE fighter, piling in it with his mind. Yeah. Down. You know, that, well, that was, was such a sick shot too, with him standing on his tie. Oh, uh, also yeah, we know we, we we got we, we got to see Morg again, and we got kind yeah. of got to see like the conclusion to the Morgan and Obi Wan. Oh, which was done. That battle was beautiful. Uh, to me, yeah. that's one of the best lightsaber duels in all of Star Wars, and it's seen, so quick. You know, with that, and also seeing Obi Wan kind of channel 
different poses. Like he done a Qui Gon, mm-hmm. he done his o- he done his original Obi Wan, then he done his like you know Return of the Sith, and then he like transitioned into that Alec McGuinness pose, and it's just like you you sort of kind of saw like it, just in those like couple of seconds of Obi Wan going from like you know style to style you what? saw his kind of like growth and his evolution as a character just in a couple of seconds mm-hmm. and I then he, he, he holds Maul yeah and, and he he's there for Maul's death and, and Maul's like is he the one and, and Obi-Wan's like yes yes he is and the way he says and, he will save us all or avenge yeah, us all or whatever yeah. it's beautiful. Maul's like okay and he lets go it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. It's very Shakespearean. For, for them to have had such a rivalry for so long, and then for him to die in his arms, and for that to be comfort for both of them. Yeah, like it was such a moment of peace for both of those characters. Well, it was beautiful. That's, uh, that, 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 that whole like rivalry is how Maul survived. Because obviously, when when oh, Obi Wan yeah. chopped him in half, he survived just through his pure hatred of Obi Wan. Like yeah. that's how he survived being chopped in half and the fall down into the the planet. Like, oh, and hearing Sam Witwer like scream Kenobi. Kenobi! Kenobi! Oh, oh, it's he's great. So, it's yeah. so he was on. Um, uh, I can't remember the guy. The guy who plays uh, Lex Luthor on Smallville. Okay, yeah, I watched yeah. that podcast. Yeah, Michael Rosenbaum. He's yeah. got a great he's podcast. Great. He does. And yeah. Steve yeah. does. He does the original British actor's voice who did the voice from all. Does it yes, so he, he oh, cool, and he's he, like, he, okay, he, this he, is what I needed to do to change it. Just I kept some of him, but I changed it just a little because yeah, he he was, was so uh, he said that like the voice kind of takes on its own person, like the voice just grows <clears throat> itself basically from what it was in Phantom Menace. He kind right. of added just a small little thing into that voice. And it just kind of just it just spread throughout the entire voice. And I'm sure Maul. as an actor that must have given him actually a lot of freedom because Maul doesn't speak very much in Phantom Menace. So no, it was I mean, a really a great a thing for him to just okay, I can really make this my own character. Yeah. yeah. Well, so much so that they had him come back and do the voice in solo. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. It wasn't even Ray Park. The original actor didn't even know that Maul was in that movie. He didn't know why he'd been invited to the premiere in London. Right. Wow, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm Star Wars. And he, he's like, oh, well, you guys could call. I do <laughs> like how with uh, with with Maul's character, where he forgot to take his ear piercing out. So like for the rest of the canon, they showed Maul with an ear piercing in. Oh, like that, right. I saw I saw a picture of it. And it was like uh, Ray Park like left his earring in mm-hmm. while he was getting his makeup done. And he got completely forgot he still had it in. So for the rest of canon and Maul's appearances throughout the like the shows and everything, they had him with that piercing in his ear still. It's like, that, that's good. one mistake. And you've made it so much part of his character. Yeah. Well, and, and, think, and I know, just to divert for a second, mm-hmm. I want... <clears throat> figure of Darth Maul with his spider legs. Oh, yes. right. Would be Why have they not done that yet? That would honestly, I don't, I don't collect figure. Star Wars figures. Make mm-hmm. that. That'd be a great. That I would, would actually be a deluxe. Even figure. I would buy that. Yeah. yeah. I, make honestly, that. I, I don't. With my metal legs from Solo and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Look at spider legs. 
Yeah. I don't have I don't have any like, apart from two Grogu figures I've got here on my desk. Mm-hmm. I have no Star Wars figures. So, but like they bought out a mall with spider eggs. I would probably hunt down every variant of Morgan and have them on display. And it would have to be like, him with the with the long horns like he yeah. has yes. when his brother yes. first found him. Yeah. Oh, oh we yeah. got a guest in the green room. Oh snap. Please welcome Tom and Zord of Rogue Attraction, who I actually Yay! recently did a stream with. I was his guest when Wednesday. I, I had a, I was a guest on on the road the nice. weekend on Monday. Crazy, hey, hey, Tom. Hello, hello. I figured I'd pop in and say hi. Hi, Tom. nice shirt. Uh, nice shirt. A little Star yes. Wars. Tron. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a good ride. Worth it. And if you when you're going in July, I would say. Uh, get a lightning lane for like a eight o'clock, nine o'clock ride. You okay. can actually time it with the start of the fireworks if you want, and that's a really nice view. So you can get like oh, a yeah, good shot. Part of the track is oh, outside, correct? Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's a good, good idea. Um, it's not all outside though, right? Is part of it? It's indoors? about fifty uh, percent outside. It's okay. a short ride. It's fifty-two seconds long, so okay. it's not a oh, long really? attraction. That is short. Yeah. Yeah. The original um, Tron was the first film I ever saw in cinemas. Actually. God, I remember it being built. I was on the People Mover when they were constructing the ride, and I was like, "Oh, I can't wait for this Tron ride." They, they had enough time and land to actually make it longer, but they just carbon copied the Shanghai attraction, which, whatever. I mean, Velocicoaster is about two minutes and thirty seconds. Okay. Uh, Hagrid's is about two minutes. Yeah. Um, the SeaWorld's new pipeline is 47 seconds. So in terms of length, I think we're not getting the old school Big Thunder Mountain, Space Mountain. We have about a two minute or longer attraction anymore. You're going to get shorter and shorter. Guardian, Guardians is about three minutes, but that's also the longest indoor attraction, and longest indoor coaster built. I it has like the most amount of track. So... Sorry for throwing in a random no, theme park thing. No, no that's Listen, cool. No, I love Disney theme parks, so if you yeah, guys Gherkin, need uh, or want to get to know theme the parks, land. this is your guy right here. I'm sorry we didn't do Living with Land or Haunted Mansion. Those were hard to get on during 10 hours of... Dude, you look, I, you were so beat. I don't know how you were... I don't know how you did it either. Did you pop some a leave? Oh, my God. No, no. Go whip at the yeah, end. I, you pushed him through. I spent 15 years owning a farm. Like, this is not that oh, hard. okay. So then... So, like, it's just me doing m- muscle memory that I've already had of being on my feet all day. But, yeah, um, I will say... Did you have the Dole Whip, the I had the Dole Whip at Epcot. Okay. It was an overpriced one because it was at a food booth for the food and wine. Yeah. Which, or flower and garden. So it was, like, yeah. three times the price for half the amount. Typical theme park fare. Yeah. Um, I will say it's nice that they're bringing some of the Return of the Jedi anniversary merch outside of the theme park. So it's actually in Disney Springs right now. Okay. So they have the, they have uh, some of the merch. Actually, weirdly enough, more of it went to her universe this year, or our universe, or that Ashley Eckstein thing. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, it's in her contract. So like the Return of the Jedi, which I thought was going to be a Disney Spirit jersey, actually ended up in her store, mm-hmm. which surprised me. Interesting. So I think she has some Disney contract, like her contract with Star Wars for that branding must be very good because I would have, I would have imagined Spirit Jersey would have had a, cause last year they had one released mm-hmm. for May the 4th and the year before they had one. So this year there was no Spirit Jersey released with May the 4th. 
So it's like, well, and then all of a sudden there's a return of the Jedi 40th on her universe. I'm like, I guess she must have been salty over something and got a better deal. That's mm. speculative. Yeah. I know her initial deal with Lucasfilm was, was really good. I wonder what she could have been salty over. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no. I mean, I, I've had I've seen her in the parks about like maybe 15, 20 times. So every interaction I've had with her has always been pleasant. So okay. I'm not going to say anything about her as a, a person. Like I've um, I've had interactions. I've seen her at Saber Nights. She's always very good with fans. So that's like the thing that matters to me about any celebrity. If they're good to their fans, then I don't care. Yeah. Um, like oh. I, Freddie Prince refuses. Like so, he was he was invited. Um, a cast member told me he was invited uh, around the season finale of Rebels, mm-hmm. right? To come with the whole cast. They they wanted the whole cast to come over to um, Galaxy's Edge because they were releasing Chopper, right? In the Droid Depot, and like he refused. And then then like the rest of them like, all right, well if he's not gonna come and blah blah blah. Like, well, <laughs> like. Shouldn't that be in their contract by now? Like, oh, you have to make so and so many appearances. I wonder why he like didn't want to appear. I don't know. Because he was in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, excuse me. And she's all that. What a claim yeah. to fame. I'm Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo Scooby Doo too. I got you. I, yeah. I still am salty on his take over everything because he's like, he wishy washes all over Star Wars. Like, oh, um, you know, fan films. Or you know, terrible idea. Go make your own thing. But then also, you know, we gotta listen. Like he's just a hypocrite, like ever, like a lot of them. Honestly, but, to tell you the truth, um, he's always seemed to me like he's probably a dick in real life. So I guess it doesn't surprise me that much. <clears throat> well, I'll let you know. Also, I'm seeing him in two weeks. Oh, you are? Oh, okay. Yeah. He's, you yeah, the whole let us know. cast in Nashville. Oh, that's cool. I, I will say Billy D. Williams is a gem. If you get Aww. to if you ever get to meet Billy D. Williams, he's a gem. So I met him at MegaCon, this MegaCon, mm-hmm. and I met him one time before um, at a Star Wars celebration, uh, Star Wars weekends when they used to do that at MGM. Uh, met him, Hamill, um, uh, who else? Uh, I was like three other people. I don't know. I was like ten. <laughs> it was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. But that, <laughs> Those those Star Wars weekends were so much better, except for the, and honestly, this was a bad look, of the amount of girls twerking on stage in front of twelve year olds for the Star Week weekend. You can find them of Leia and Padme just shaking their ass all over a stage. I'm on it with. I need, I need it for research. <laughs> We've lost Peaky. Oh, yeah. it, it is there. If you look at the like dance I've party things for Star Wars weekend, yeah. Star Wars weekends back in the day, it is like the weirdest thing ever. Because there is one great thing, and you have to find it. It went viral of like okay, stormtroopers singing "Let It Let It Go" on, <laughs> oh on Star God. Wars week. It was so great. Like it, oh, I'm I like, all right, wait a minute. This is cheeky and funny in the best way possible. And this was Disney doing Star Wars, right? This was Disney's. Right. Doing Star Wars during the Star Wars weekends. Now, yeah, were there some things that were like really weird doing it? But there was also something. You know, they put put it this way: like the, the Stormtroopers started singing the song "Move Along," like you know that all I ever think is wrong. Move along, move along. It was so <laughs> funny, awesome. and I'm like, all right, so Disney, 
Disney knew how to do Star Wars in a way that was connectable right. to like the times. And then yeah. something happened. And I, I, I think honestly, once, once George was out of the picture, you, yeah. it failed. Like that is the thing. Once the creator dies, you could say the same thing about Disney, except I think Michael Eisner, when he took over, when he took over uh, after Tom Skaggs, he had that thing. Yeah. Kathleen Kennedy yeah. does not have that. No, thing. Sean, Sean, anyway, we talk that. about that. We all discussed the time. that recently. That yeah. Michael Eisner. I mean, that's that's the Disney that I grew up with. Is the Michael Eisner era? Oh and yeah, it hasn't he, he been understood the, same the balance. Since then he was my favorite. Well, it was Michael yeah. Eisner and Frank Wells. That right. was what you yeah. needed because that was the same thing as Walt and Roy. You needed right. to have the guy to keep reality. Exactly. And um, but I like. That I think that's what George Lucas missed. Oh yeah, I love how he would introduce like the Sunday night Disney movie. Yeah, like, like yeah, that. just like yeah. Wonderful World of Disney. Yeah. Yes, he knew what to do. And mm -hmm. honestly, I'm gonna say this: like Kathleen Kennedy could have been great if she just brought in a creative. If she brought in a creative that the fans would have been okay with, and she just stayed and been the Frank Wells mm -hmm. of Lucasfilm, and just yeah. like you know, just stuck the, the hell out of the business. Careful, Tom. Yeah. 100% because she is a great executive. But she's right. not, a creative. not a creative person. She's not. She's a great executive producer. E.T., the Indiana Jones trilogy. Yeah. And that's what she should stick to. She is great at scheduling. And that's right. why I was excited when I initially heard that she was going to be in charge because I was like, okay, you know, she's got good history of producing these types of films. But you know, she should have just stuck to the producing part of it and not tried to get into. Yeah, I know. I I know Beard. I know. What? So was, I, we were trying to keep this positive. Oh, yeah, I didn't want yeah, to get sorry, into. Sorry, you're right. I would, I'm sorry. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm I'm going to say that I, I'm going to say it. this. I'm sorry. I'm going to say this. <laughs> it's okay. I had I had faith in Favreau, but I think Favreau is now at the same point as George Lucas was with the prequels. He is so done. With yeah. the politics evolved in Lucas films, no, it's true. And I, I can say this: it's not just him. Mm -hmm. There are, um, it's not just him. There are stunt actors because my buddy, uh, I have a very good old like elementary school friend who works at Pinewood in London, who's a stunt oh, actor, and he's like, the stunt actors are getting sick of this. Like the yeah. people in the trenches are getting sick of this to the point where he might, he's like, look, I've been working for Pinewood for 10 years. I love it. I'm a lead stunt actor. Like, and he's like, I want to go to universal. I want to, I want to go somewhere where I'm not having to worry. Cause he has been in two um, meetings about words. Yeah. Like and he's like, well, he's he's at the point where he hasn't he hasn't spoken at, on this on job except for lines now for four months. Yeah. He doesn't talk to anyone, and that's that's miserable. Like workplaces shouldn't be that way. You should not be able to talk. And I, the, a positive thing, I can tell you something speculative that might happen on the park side about Disney and Star Wars. So there's a rumor going around about Ray's temple. Right? Mm -hmm. They're going to expand out and raise Temple. Uh, this is another rumor that I've heard that they have a secondary plan. And this is like a shits hit the fan, last ditch effort. 
we are losing too much money. Shit's at the fan. They have already made animatronics to, and I've been told this by a very reliable person. They've already made animatronics to replace the ones on Rise of the Resistance. Really? They have already made animatronics. Trilogy animatronics. They so this is, I will say this is reliable, but this is also like, if their movies go well and they get back on track, they ain't gonna do this. But um, from what I was told, they were gonna do two seasons with Hmm. prequels with Anakin like saving Obi Wan from Revenge of the Sith, where you're going through that ship. And then switch it over seasonally to original trilogy. Now that's a good idea. So you can switch it. You can switch it from Anakin to Vader in the same thing, which actually is kind of poetic. Yeah, that's great. So you'd be I able to that. have the same animatronic and have it be Anakin or Vader with a costume change. Yeah, that's cool. So that is now, like I said, this is a this is a last ditch from a friend of mine who is right now college program in, in Imagineering. So I hope not too many people find out about this, um, but I want to give you some good news. So that is uh, no, a heard it here first, people. Yeah, you heard it here. Well, I think it's a thing to do to fix that. I, I love Batu. I think it's great. I just think it was a mistake setting it and setting it in the sequel trilogy timeline that you couldn't switch stuff oh. out. And well, I think the, the, a way to fix that, if they're going to expand, and it depends on what they're going to do, if you use the world between worlds, mm-hmm. you could then go into the original trilogy. You could go into the sequel trilogy. Yeah. You could go into the prequel trilogy and do so, kind of anything you wanted with that. Do you guys know what the term Blue Sky Project mean? Like yeah, a Blue Sky Project, like a thing that if you have all the money, you will do mm-hmm. type of deal? Mm-hmm. That's a theme park term. Um, okay. have a blue sky project that they were talking about prior to um, 2021 mm-hmm. and they wanted to use the volume in the parks Ooh. and they wanted to use the volume in the parks for a very specific reason do you want to go to Hoth why make mm-hmm. an entire set dressing for Hoth when you can make Hoth there for you without right. having to do the set dressings okay so yeah, really cool. there has been they they want to blue sky an ability to now the idea behind this is that basically i feel bad it would get rid of muppets possibly but they want to set it up behind like with star tours where you go on okay. star tours and you end up landing on a planet and you end up going into that planet you get and out you and oh, change cool. whatever planet you land on and they want to make like basically i think there's like six bays mm-hmm. for star tours and then want to put it behind it and make it part of the attraction where you almost have like a mini escape room as part of the ride that you go into this setting we finish the storyline instead of this landing right away and oh my god it's all safe you land and you're basically like okay you have to finish helping the rebellion oh that's like cool. oh we we got you to the thing you have to go and uh-oh. A version of the volume with like project projection mapping to mm-hmm. have physical items in there that will change. I 
it's a blue sky. It, it could work, but I just don't know how um, they'll be able to set it up with people the right way. Because right now, escape rooms take a while, and I don't know, like, a 30-minute thing after the ride, I, I can't see Disney doing right now in terms of getting people through an attraction. Yeah, yeah. They're making well, attractions perhaps shorter. They could have, perhaps they could have an attendant that's a character that helps you. Right. Get yeah, and that's what they that's what they do on the Star Cruiser right now. Yeah. They have attendants and characters that help you. Kind of guide so you So that could, that could be a thing. That would be really awesome. But, but that's an easy thing for them to do because it's, it's just a concrete building with a bunch of LCD screens. Like, yeah. it's all it is. Like, it's not a... I mean, personally, I would have thought they would have put that into the Star Cruiser so you could have actually gone out to other places besides Batu and just right. have a room that they change over to Hoth, Naboo, whatever it is. Like, you could walk yeah. around on the surface, and it makes sense. But, again, Disney won't do it right now because they're hemorrhaging. Uh, yeah, and people would have an absolute conniption fit oh, if God, you moved yeah. the Muppets. But if yeah. you moved them somewhere... Right. Like what's that area that's in front of Toy Story Land that used to be like the Star Wars? The Pixar area. area. Uh, yeah, in front of that, well, there's an area. It used a long time ago. It used to be in the animation area. Can I tell you? Yeah, the animation courtyard. Yeah. You it's what it's a one man. It's it's one man's dream right now. It's a Walt yeah. Disney show about. They could actually take over the Olaf Sings or any of those two theater spaces right in the center of the park. Right. Where there used to be sounds dangerous because those are kind of wasted with the character. Well, the character meets draw people in, but the Olaf sings yeah. the frozen thing. I haven't seen people go on that for like a year. So they could just move Muppets and move all those, like the statuing and bring it over and put Pizza Rizzo somewhere over there and still work. Really I think that, they should the, have fro the frozen ride is at Epcot anyway, so you don't need to have it at Hollywood Studios. Just yeah. keep it over there and or Magic Kingdom. Well, and and, you know? out the, uh, <laughs> expand the Muppets. Give us something new. It's been 20, 30 years. Yeah. Muppets deserves Muppets deserves a dark ride. Muppets deserves yes, a tra I traditional agree. animatronic Disney dark ride. They you see, have maybe the that's space. what they should have that's what they probably should have put in the Grauman's Chinese theater. And you know, if you were going to replace no, I, I, a great I, movie, I, right? I, I, Listen, I, I love I, a great movie. I'm not a fan right? of Mickey and Minnie. I, I don't want, so. I, I've written it. It's okay, but I'm not a fan of it. It's yeah. not that good of an attraction. Um, well, like in my Tom opinion, was earlier, they now own Fox. Just do the movie right over again. Yeah. With Fox stuff with and Fox Disney stuff, stuff and TriStar stuff and Touchstone, I mean, you did that whole well, little area that used to be a, a like the the twenties mob thing could have easily been turned into oh Dick yeah. Tracy. You know, For sure. I mean, you know, <laughs> alien, <laughs> so off topic. Sorry, off topic. sorry, that is my fault. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just wanted to come in and say hi and say thank you for being on the, the stream Wednesday. Oh, no, no, and I love thank you for about hanging it. out. Same yeah, with you, no, Ghosty. Um, I look forward to having both you and Josh on at some point. I know. Do like a little tandem. Collectings with us. RAP. I know. I'm. I'm just gonna say I didn't mean to derail no. your Star Wars You're fine, talk. You're you did no, the got, same thing cool though. Stuff, you derailed. My stream for like 20 of minutes. Derailment. We derail everything. That's what we do. No, no, no. I love it. And um, no, it's true. We're Josh and I are going in July, and we would love to either meet up with you or hey, yeah, come I'm on in there. Four, I'm in. I'm in there four days a week. 
I'm at the theme park four days a week. So I was I was looking up DVC point rentals to try and go in July myself. Earlier today, there it's it's a the OK okay to to continue the OK West points you have. What was the price per point? Quickly go see. You just gave me the total. What was the price per point? I didn't see a price per point. Okay, who? If you don't, you don't have to tell me. But who are you using? Dave's DVC or DVC store maybe? Okay, that's the one. But that's the one run by uh, Pete Warner. Okay, um, they're re- they're reliable. Um, yeah, oh, DVC so rental store, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the run by um, that's run by Diz Unplugged. Okay. Uh, Pete Warner was a travel agent. Okay. Sorry, sorry. I just wanted. To, I didn't get. A, I didn't have a chance to think about that much too much. My my brain has been <laughs> kind of dead. But well, you only I went to, to seven sure that, theme parks today. Yeah, and now they want me to fly from coast to coast. What's with this? You oh asked what you could do to top it. I mean, I first of all, I, I'd have to rent a private plane for 50 grand. Because oh, it's not like the FAA is going to let me live stream during a flight. Right, right, right. Like, that's true. I, I mean, that's that's going to be more like 100K if you want that to happen. Like a 100K stream, sure, then I'll do that. That's well, we crazy. can do that. Let's get the Kickstarter going tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I have actually a buddy that's flying over there in a private jet um, next week. Nice. Uh, they they actually they found it out. If you have ten people, it's actually worth it. Really? See, pre-record. Uh, yeah. Just pre-record just the flight. Yeah, pre-record the opening at Disney at World, and then just kind of record some, and then you know, stitch it together. Oh, that's true. You could do that. Oh, put it up on this like. The only problem is on StreamYards, uh-huh. you can't on mobile put uh, share a tab. So I can't put like the YouTube stream from StreamYards. And there's no way they're going to let me load in like a three-hour clip. Yeah. On that's true. That is true. I hate not pausing on StreamYard when I'm doing something. I'm like, I just need a second. <laughs> I I wish YouTube, I wish the YouTube mobile app would have a pause button or uh, I'll be right back. I do wish that because yeah, I like the ability really to switch the camera around. Streamyards, if you're ever listening, just give a little button. You have a cam button to turn it off. Just do like, oh, hold down to switch it to the front camera. Like yeah, that's all you need. That'd be beneficial. Yeah. Or I could just have someone in the back room and take over. I'll have R two take over for my flight for the three hours. I don't know <laughs> if I trust that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know about that. R two. Nothing against R two, but I don't know about that. That's a lot of. Uh, we love you, R two. We love you, R two, but I don't know. <laughs> The amount of the amount of clips that people of theme parks would have no clue what you're talking about that you throw up is a little bit weird. But I'm gonna let you go. I have another half an hour to 40 minutes of driving. Oh I just want to pop in and say hi. Drive safely, please. Oh, Terrible. I never do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good oh, night. Sorry out, for de- sorry for derailing. No, no, no. you're good. Right. Where we're going, night. we don't need rails. It's right. fun. Exactly. <laughs> have a good stream. Bye. Thank you, Tom. Have a good night. So, to first, I was enjoying the conversation there because I can't go on theme park rides. So, I, I was in- see. I can't do roller coasters. They, I can't. They, I, I spat. I just, I. Oh, I love them. stress out. Oh, really? I uh, see. I, uh, I, I suffer from vertigo. So, oh, yeah. I've been on the rides or no go. Space Mountain. I've been on Splash Mountain. I've been on Big Thunder Mountain. So, I've been on them. But only that one time, and then uh, it was like oh, this for like an hour after. 
back. Rum! Rum, what are you doing up? Go to bed. Go awake, Rum. Yeah, of course, he comes in here spouting his British imperialism. Uh, hey, hey, at least I didn't do that. I Trust me, the, that. the king's cherry was lost long ago, my friend. Okay. My mom was up watching but Camilla it at 5.15 Camilla, Camilla. morning. And I'm like, you're crazy, mom. Yeah, I, I really appreciate bad. Camilla's stick-to-itiveness. Fuck her. I'm right. She, got, she won in the end. She did, damn it. She's she like Palpatine. Mm-hmm. That's what it's, yeah. She's sitting there, everything is proceeding as I have for you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jeez. Anyway. Oh, yes, wow. Charles. Uh, anyway, Star Wars. So, yeah. So Star Wars, undeniable yeah. Star Wars. influence. And uh, actually, one of the things that I had wanted to bring up when we had Joker voice on here was because you had asked Josh, you know, what makes it such a phenomenon and things like that. And it's definitely true that we see it everywhere. And one of the things that I'm going to admit to, please don't judge me. I like to watch. I like to watch pretty much everything. So, yes, I'm a nerd. And I love my nerd stuff, but I obviously do branch out. So something that I used to watch when I was a teenager was The OC on Fox, okay? And I had a really I had a really huge crush on Adam Brody because he was the nerd on the show. But because of that, there were so many Star Wars references, believe it on believe it or not, on the show and lines being uttered. And not only that, but um I was actually reminded while I was doing a rewatch that they had actually had a special time slot for a commercial where they actually showed, I believe, the Revenge of the Sith like trailer during it. So that just shows the impact that even something like that. And then something that I'm really, really embarrassed to admit is that recently I watched for the first time ever out of sheer curiosity is the show Gossip Girl with Blake Lively. And I couldn't believe how many times they said in conversation, like, oh, you're in the darks. So I turned to the darks. So, I mean, there were so many Star Wars references. And it was just amazing to me that something that is about the elite upper crust of, you know, the west side of Manhattan talking about Star Wars. And that just shows the power of Star Wars that it's even being injected in places where you wouldn't think you would, you know, see or hear Star Wars. It, it either gets it gets referenced a lot in how I met your mother. Yes. Yeah. And, and of course we have stuff like Big Bang Theory, you know, yeah. I mean they yeah, yeah, had Big a whole Bang theory they reference it like all the time. Yeah. And how I met your mother just awakens, you know, that they were gonna go watch it. Yeah, and How I Met Your Mother, Ted is a massive fan of Star Wars. Barney has a massive stormtrooper in his apartment. So, like, it's weird how films like that have such a big impact on other TV shows or other films. Like, mm-hmm. like look at the Spider-Man films of the new ones that Marvel and, uh, and Sony have been co-producing. Peter references the Death Star. They're building a Lego Death Star in one mm-hmm. of them. Like, it, 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 you know. It's it, everywhere. It, yeah, I know, like it's because of like Disney owns Star Wars and Marvel, so like it's yeah. a, it was a little bit of product placement. But oh, and, and you could see still... it's gonna be in like sci-fi things. There was tons of it in Buffy and Angel and things like that. But when it when it gets into like Gilmore Girls, which I loved Gilmore Girls, um, it's it's all over in that. It's in it's in 
um, uh, Supernatural did it a lot. Yeah. They, yeah. They were big fans. Um, well, during Peaky's stream that that same night, um, after you had wrapped things up, um, I was watching the movie, which is one of my favorite movies, Twister. And one of the characters actually says, as they're watching a tornado form, like, um, that's no moon, it's a space station. And when I hear that, I'm like, oh my God. I was like, God, the influence of these movies I... is insane. Well, now I spoke about thing. Why are they making a sequel to that movie? What is it? T tornado 2, The Revenge? We've already had Sharknado movies. We don't need another what? Tornado. Yeah. yeah, they're making a tornado. They're making a twister sequel. Hey! I spoke. I, hey! I think hey, it was with. I think it was with the Fulcrum lads. I sp I spoke about Twister. And it's weird that you've brought that up because it wasn't that long ago. I spoke with them about the film Twister because we were on about um, ah oh, the the main character and he's run Agents of Shield and everything. Um, Bill Paxton. I can't remember his name. Bill Paxton. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Isn't didn't he pass away? Yeah, yeah. Didn't, uh, that's too bad. I yeah. like him. Me too. Hey, Beard. Hey, Beard. Hey. Hey. Welcome. Welcome. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Parks. What do you have to say? Took you long I, enough. I, I was wondering look, when you were going to actually pop in. You you mentioned the invite was out there. This is yeah. not something that I do. I don't. I'm not a creator. I don't do anything. I'm just a fan of shows, and I happen it's to fine. stumble onto things. You do not that's, need to have a channel no. to ever come on this show, people. I'm just letting that's you know. Absolutely. All I'm going to say is I love the Halo Free artwork you've got behind you in the frame. That's I, I spotted that. I was like, that's Halo Free. Yeah, that's made out of frames from the original trailer. It's one of those oh, mosaics. Wow. That's cool. Yes, I love it. But I did, I, I did set up because in case I decided to come on my VHS for my Star Wars. Nice. Yes, yeah. he. So Beard of Liberty posted a really fabulous picture on May the Fourth, correct? And yes. it was just a collection of all your VHSs and DVDs, which, of course, I pointed out that I saw the Ewok stuff on there, which made me very <laughs> happy. Yes, very, very happy. It just just to throw this out there because uh, no nobody cares, but you know I'm gonna do it anyway. Do it. Do it. A making of Star Wars VHS, which was made after the original film, oh, that wow. is free, not for resale. Uh -huh. I'm pretty sure I got it by sending something in from a cereal box. Oh my oh, that's goodness! Really cool. <laughs> that's really cool. It's really rough. It's from the 70s. It's, it's, oh, man. There's the Return of the Jedi ones. There's two Return of the Jedi ones that are kind of hard to watch now because they, they haven't touched them up or anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're old copies of copies. But I have the originals that I got from when my video store closed of like mm -hmm. the making of The Empire Strikes Back and, oh, you know, awesome. making of Indiana Jones. They're around here somewhere. But those are things. You know, they didn't need to touch up and put on Disney Plus. Yes. Oh, yeah. But well, people would eat up all that supplemental content. Yeah, sure. they have sure. the, they, they release like the making of like the Marvel films and everything now. So yeah. they, could easily, they could easily do that with the Star Wars films. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was uh, stunts and, uh, and FX of The Empire Strikes Back is one. And it just went into everything it did to, to make the stuff. I know that's been reused in a lot of documentaries, but. The old documentaries and they're they're narrated by Mark Hamill and, and Carrie Fisher. Uh, they're fun. 
No, I still think my favorite uh, Star Wars documentary is Empire of Dreams. I absolutely just yeah, yeah that one's yeah. very good. That I mean, one is very good. Just or the the mockumentary they made during was it episode one about R two and how he R two D two beneath the dome. Love it, <laughs> love it. That is uh, that is up there with the one where they took Wicked around to meet everybody in Return of the Jedi. That's awesome. And you know he's he's a washed up drunk and he's had bad times and. It's this is a big chance to come back. It's awesome. That's Our two great. Gets bit part is a trash can in Starsky and Hutch where they're running <laughs> through the alley and they throw the trash can down and it's R2D2. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> if you can find it, watch it. It's great. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. No, I'm definitely watching that. Yeah, you see, that right there is something. See, I like hearing you guys laugh and, you know, you guys are obviously appreciating that. And that's a discussion that I have actually have had. It's actually how I ended up um, meeting Ro in the Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast that I used to be on, which is I wanted to talk about, you know, comedy in Star Wars. And some people don't, you know, like the things like Blue Harvest when Seth MacFarlane went ahead and did, you know, the whole, you know, uh, original trilogy animated. And Ro is not one for comedy and sci-fi. I am the opposite, you know. I am the kind of person that I say, you have to know that material very well to be able to make these jokes about it. And the, yes. it's not like these aren't things that I haven't joked about myself watching it privately. So to be quite honest, I don't see it as an insult or a slap in the face. I always think it's just absolutely incredible. And what time and thought you had to put into it mm. to yeah. make this so funny, you know? Well, and there's, 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 degrees of that of like, course absolutely the original trilogy has some great little funny lines in it and so does oh, the yeah. trilogy i think some of the the sequel trilogy laughs that poe does for example just don't fit in the yeah. movie i agree um, i agree it's the wrong kind of humor i think it is yeah. the wrong kind of humor everybody says george lucas has a great sense of humor and he has to because he loved robot chicken he came and did a voice for Robot he Chicken. He sanctioned he Seth Meyers, uh, Seth MacFarlane doing those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, not only that, have any of you ever watched any of the Detours episodes that are on YouTube? Yes. No, I haven't, no. It is hilarious. It was Seth Green, and it's, it's an animated series, and it mixes mm -hmm. all six films, because there were only six then. And it is absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Just, you know nutso kind of humor and mm -hmm. it's all sanctioned by george and there were 55 episodes finished mm -hmm. and then they just canned it didn't they yep and they just canned them they're sitting yeah. on a shelf somewhere That's yeah. let us decide put it on disney plus yeah. let us decide if we like it or not look at how well the um what are what are the anime ones called visions visions, visions. Yeah. look how well those did and mm -hmm. they're yeah they they just brought out season two yeah and one of them was supposed to be very funny. Yeah. And shot kind of like a Wallace and Gromit. Oh, yeah, mate. It's made by um, Ardman Animations over here in the UK. So nice. big up the UK animation studio yeah. for making nice. it under Star Wars. It does decide. But I mean, yeah, humor, you know, humor has always, it's in Star Trek, it's in Doctor Who all the time. Yeah. It's how it's presented. And let's be and, honest yeah. here. The prequel memes that are all across social media are the fucking best. Yeah. Those yeah. prequel memes make me laugh so hard. 
because they are so true. Yep. Yeah. 90% of what people joke about, there's truth behind it. So that's what makes My it funny. My favorite is the one of An uh, with Anakin and, and Padme in the field. And it's oh, yeah. a four block one. And then yeah. put stuff in. It cracks. There's almost none of them that haven't made me laugh. <laughs> so you know, or, or the new I saw a new one with uh with uh Palpatine and Anakin at the at the ballerina or whatever that's supposed to be space ballet. And you know, he's like, Have I ever told you the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise? And Anakin's like, Would you shut the fuck up? These guys are trying to perform. <laughs> <laughs> Anakin's trying to watch the show. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> I mean, it, it's certainly not sanctioned Star Wars, but if you haven't seen seen Thumb Wars, oh yeah, yes, Fantastic. that I have seen. Yes, or Hardware that. Wars. The yeah. Hardware Wars is great. Oh my too. god, it's it's horrible. But <laughs> if you oh, can, it's terrible. You can make it through the Star Wars holiday special. You can make it through Hardware Wars. Yes, Peter. Yes, definitely. I'm sorry. I I love spaceballs. I he think spaceballs is great. <laughs> it, it hit my TikTok yesterday. I think two guys dressed up as spaceball like people with the big white hats and ran around on Star Wars Day on Disney World. They're just hilarious, and the the stormtroopers kept trying to stop them and make them do things. And uh, I'm gonna share my screen really quick since we were just talking about the memes, but like yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the look on her face, yeah. right? She's like, right, like, yeah. right. I'm going to change the world for the better, right? For the better, right? <laughs> I just love it. I love everything about that. So I'm well, gonna take a second to the Star Wars memory. I remember watching the Star Wars Holiday Special live and not realizing as a kid that it wasn't Star Wars on TV. Until they, until Harvey Corman came on, and you know they were singing and the weird stuff with the bookies. I was confused as hell at six watching this live and like, what? Jefferson so, Starship? I, come on, man. yeah. Well, I didn't even know who they were. I'm like, what is this? It was as confusing as seeing Kiss show up on the Paul Lynn Holiday Special. Oh God, yeah. What? You can't so beat on. B. Arthur, man. Come on. Where are my figures of that? Where are my right. figures of Harvey Carmen and Corman and B. Arthur? Yes, I want them. What were you gonna say, Beard? Hold on. Are you, are you okay there? <laughs> yeah. I, I was just gonna say, uh, I recently stumbled across somebody on YouTube. Uh, no affiliation with him. I'm just gonna shout him out. Charlie Hopkinson. This okay. Oh, you know. Oh, yes. yeah, y'all know. Yes. Yes. That is he turned me on. Those deep fake videos are gold, man. Yes. Oh, all of it. His Lord of the Rings stuff that he does is hilarious. Yes. His Gandalf is spot, spot on. on. Yeah. But um, I, I was just yeah. thinking of all those lines of the Anakin sitting in the corner, just like ah, they have R2 <laughs> with them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's great. If y'all, if anybody out there hasn't seen it, Charlie Hopkinson. If you love Star Wars you and you must. love comedy, you you have to watch it. The, the best yeah. is the, the the ghost of Qui Gon, and Just he's like finding out all these things too. that have happened, and he's like constantly munching on stuff, and it looks so terrible with the way the wigs are and everything, <laughs> but it makes it so so much more brilliant. Um, yeah. and and I like, like, lines like, from the movie. 
you well then you are lost is he the one that kind of like he green screens like obi-wan's face onto him and like qui-gon's yeah. face yeah, it's, 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 I, it's, I, he pops up on my tiktok all the time his yes. videos are hilarious Great. he like grows anakin back from his hand with a baxa tank and the with, whole time he uses Qui-Gon's... head and shoulders and a little bit of shins and, knee, and knees yes yes and qui-gon's pissed with all these people together. Qui-Gon gets mad because all these people come back from these wounds to the stomach yes. and he's like, what the hell? So they put him in the back to take. <laughs> it's just not working. <laughs> like, I'm getting all pruny. See, that's yeah. one of the greatest things about Star Wars. It I just goes came. so far outside hey. of what you would expect it to be. It just permeates everything. It just it, it, it can still bring so much joy. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we were talking I... about that earlier. I, I'm a huge fan. I know a lot of people are not, but I'm a huge fan of the series Lost. Um, oh, and there yeah. are tons of Star Wars references all throughout that entire series. Yeah. Was the writer's strike hit and they kind of got lost. Man. Oh, yeah. Literally. yeah literally. Well, I mean, the writer's strike just derailed so many different things. Yeah, well, derailed uh, heroes. Here we are again. So. Here we are. Well, that's a quick question. What does this stop Star Wars-wise? Because... Andor should be written, but they can't yeah. do any reshoots. They can't do um, and stuff. Both I of them know. should be done, but they can't do any reshoots without their showrunners or their writers. I don't. I don't, know. I don't know what it's gonna put on hold right now. Honestly, I know Loki's being pushed back, but I believe that's for a very different other <laughs> reason. Yeah. In a very weird way, Lord of the Rings, the the season two of whatever that show is called. Uh, they're moving forward without their writers and their showrunner because they have they had yeah, writers. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Uh, so, I'm well, sorry. Well, I could well, not well, tolerate Rings of Power. I the, they might have been writers. They just weren't oh. readers because they never read Lord of the Rings. I stopped after like two episodes. I couldn't take it. I heard they had a Tolkien writer. It's too goofy. But uh, well, we've like we saying about like Andor and everything. So mm-hmm. Richie just. I'd say three minute walk from my house is they used an old U.S. military base for filming for Star Wars. Uh, um, what was the first one in the sequel trilogy? Uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Yeah. So you I know those the... bunkers look like old, old yeah. military bases. Yeah. Yeah. So those yeah. bunkers at the Rebel base are literally three minutes away from my house. That's cool. And they're also in Fast and Furious 9 as well. They were at so basically Star Wars uh, like and or series two was there not so probably about three weeks ago now filming at the bunkers again. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Ah, like people, people like people like, were saying, oh, just seeing like a Harrison Ford at McDonald's because McDonald's is up the road and like they were like, I'm I'm literally right here. I'm three minutes away from you guys. Just come down my street, please. <laughs> <laughs> But people yeah, like fly, people were trying to fly drones, like just try and get like people no, managed to get photos when get when, when Force Awakens shot up there. People managed to get shots of like X Wings, the Millennium Falcon, and everything up those. there. That's oh. awesome! Oh my God, Peter! Slashes <laughs> so oh, is always yeah. holding always. something. Always. With monkeys. Me too. Why do you think you haven't seen my hands for a minute? Josh. <laughs> yeah, same. That's 50 extra points right there. Mm-hmm. If I can hit the camera, I win. Anyway, I'm sorry. What? What the fuck, dude? Hashtag splat. 
Said wow, sirs. Look, look what you did to Beard. You killed Beard. You killed him. Look, look how ready he is. He's joking. He's joking. But anyway, uh, Star Wars. Star yeah. Wars. Yes. I've heard of that thing. Mm. Wait, what Star Wars? I don't know. <laughs> what the Star Wars? What's the Star Wars? So why do you love it, Beard? Tell yeah, us. Yeah, why do you love it? You what know, does it mean to you? It was just so much of my childhood and young adulthood. Uh, I was thinking back on this. Um, it was probably in third or fourth grade, maybe, whenever uh, I saw the Sarlacc pit scene on broadcast TV. Oh, cool. My dad was flipping channels, and that came up, and he stopped for a little bit, and I was completely enthralled. I can picture the house I was in. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I can picture the house, I, the old tube TV, the stand it was on. I can, it's everything's very sharp in my memory. Yeah. And my dad said something along the lines of like, "Do you, do you like that?" And I was, like, yeah, yeah. I think the very next weekend we went to Blockbuster and rented the first movie. Nice. And then the next week and the next one, and and from then on, every we didn't have a lot of money, so every Star Wars book I could find in the library, I checked out, read it in like two days yeah. granted this is a very young me and i'm just plowing through these books and trying to find everything get everything that i can find about it and the like the middle school me when the phantom menace came out was just pumped for it so uh it's just i don't know exactly why but it's always brought me so much joy me too i don't know what it is it just would hypnotize me and one of the things that I kind of realized, because I know I'm not old, but my memory is already somewhat starting to fade about my childhood. But when I think about it, I was like, you know what? Now that I'm thinking, I'm like, I think I may have watched Star Wars like on Easter Sunday and just being at my grandparents' house because we would always do some sort of barbecue or whatever. And it was just on TV. And I remember my aunt like saying like, do you even like know what's going on and do you like this and i'm just like sitting there like a fucking drone just watching it like as if i'm being like, hypnotized. no i don't but i love and it and i'm like i'm like look i'm a kid i know what good versus evil is at that age already and to me as a six-year-old seven-year-old that's all i needed to know was that's a bad guy this is a good guy i love the music i'm entertained there is Yoda, who sounds like Fozzie Bear. That's all I cared about, you know. And I was just, I was just obsessed. And that's another thing, John Williams. God bless it. That was one of the things oh, I was going to yeah. say about Rebels. Mm -hmm. I think that's another reason why I loved Rebels so much, and why I'm having. I love Mando, but there's something about the music. Like I get you're going for the space western, but it doesn't have to sound so much like a western. To yeah. me, a lot of the magic of Star Wars is the music because it doesn't sound like a western it doesn't sound sci-fi-ish like star trek does even though i'm starting to really love star trek now but that's why i do think it has been able to span generations is star wars to me hasn't just always been for nerds i mean like my mom told me she lived through all three movies and saw all three of them in the theater and she said everybody went to see star wars yeah it wasn't just nerds and dorks and stuff like that everybody saw it it was a yeah. huge huge deal and it was something that everyone could share you know star trek has a very specific fan base 
but you could take anybody, in my personal opinion, probably to see Star Wars. Yeah, well, Star you Wars is the mythology of the modern age. It really yeah. is. Yeah, there you go. Star Wars, uh, you know, when Star Wars, Star Wars left me in '85. Once mm -hmm. the droids and Ewok cartoons were over, right. we didn't have anything. There was right. Nothing. And so I got into Star Trek. Mm -hmm. I felt my dad was a Star Trek fan, and I got into the classic series. And it ran every day, so I could mm -hmm. watch them episodes over and over. I would still watch Star Wars, you know, when because we didn't have it on VHS initially because the tapes were like a hundred dollars a piece, and in the '80s you can't afford that. Right. But then, you know, in '89 when the Next Generation came out, I was I was right there. I read every Star Trek book, and then West End Games came out with Star Wars: The Role Playing Game. Oh my gosh! And about a year later, you had Heir to the Empire show up. Mm -hmm. And I, I got pulled back to Star Wars. I've never lost my love for Star Trek, real Star Trek, not JJ. Hate him. Um, <laughs> but um, it's Star Trek is what kept me in sci fi. <laughs> and after, during that time, I, I found Doctor Who. And then I found The Prisoner. And I found, you know, Space 1999 and Red Dwarf. And, you know, you know, of course, here, the $6 million man and Bionic Woman and the Incredible yeah. Hulk. And I found sci-fi after Star Wars that kept me going for that, you know, 15 so years until, you know, until 1999 when the when the special editions came out. And I was all for that. I, I didn't. The only thing I don't like about the special editions is Han shooting first scene and the Jedi rocks bit. I don't mind the Jabba scene where he walks on top of Jabba. I thought that was dumb, but it was cool to see Jabba again. And then the the prequels came out and we were there. Yeah, it, we were there at 10 o'clock the morning before to get in line. Yeah, the days before being able to order your tickets and have assigned yeah, seating. Man. There I were no was, advanced tickets. I you had to buy on the day theater. of. Waiting yeah. five hours to get a seat to watch midnight the midnight showing, showing of Revenge something. of the Sith. Oh yeah, you know, dressed and, up with my lightsaber. Absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. That wasn't a lightsaber, though, was it, Shanti? Huh? Yeah, we, that wasn't that was a lightsaber, that. though, was it? We, uh, nice. you know, we had the first Star Wars celebration was here in Denver. Nice. And it was horrible. <laughs> uh, they had it in the middle of April, and they had it on an abandoned airfield. Um, and ha only half of it was inside the hangars mm -hmm. and it rained and it was so cold. Oh no. And I think that's kind of why they never <laughs> had it there again. But, uh, you know, it, it was the same thing. We, at KB, we, we had the midnight opening for the toys and it was the prequels were such a, an event thing. Mm -hmm. And, the episode seven was kind of that way, but it, it didn't feel the same. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know why and initially couldn't get to it there. Lucasfilm will never not be good at cutting trailers. They can make the, they could recut Ishtar and make me want to go see it. But there's there, you know, there's something, something's missing now. Yeah. And I think part of it was part of the reason is they didn't take a time jump between movies so there wasn't like a three-year gap mm -hmm. not in real time but in star wars time right yeah. right and even they could have left a two-year gap for us we had three years in between each of the original trilogy movies mm -hmm. and the prequels 
well, we can wait three years, especially oh, if you're going to Rogue One and Solo in between them. But I, Star Wars is not a kind of property that can survive a, a year, every year movie. I was discussing with Joker Voice earlier this week that while while I see the benefits of you know of streaming, it has also killed patience completely. Yeah. And the pandemic didn't help things either because everybody was at home just binging and binging and binging and binging and content after content after content because there was nothing and else to fucking chips, do out of boredom. And I am not one for binging. There's only maybe one or two shows where I've actually sat there and binged the whole thing for the first time. But I, even if Netflix does an episode dump, I typically will still try and just watch one or maybe one or two episodes at the most weekly because I like the anticipation. I will wait for good content. Like people were, people's minds exploded when they realized that they would have to wait until 2025 for the last season of Stranger Things. And I'm like, you know what? If that's how long it's going to take for them to give me a really great series finale, by all means, I'll wait. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Yeah. Why do you just want content for the sake of content? And I've said it before. I would rather have no Star Wars than bad Star Wars. That's just me. It's like the, only, the, the, the way Marvel can get away with it, with like that kind of like, like multiple movies a year, is because they film it like a couple of years in advance anyway. Right. So like, you know... They, they they have a schedule, filming schedule, and then once they kind of got their filming schedule in order, then they get their release schedule in order. Right. So, you know, it, uh, that that's how Marvel can get away with it because obviously, with especially with Marvel, they have so many characters they can then do the films on. Whereas, mm-hmm. obviously, like compared to Marvel characters and Star Wars characters, there's like ten times, maybe a hundred times more Marvel characters than there are Star Wars that they can. Right. You know, do that, do that with where they can spend, you know, more films and get multiple films out. Can you imagine if they did that with Star Wars, like multiple films a year for Star Wars? We'd have like, I don't know, some random, like, you know, Imperial just guard on the Death Star getting his own movie about how he rose up through the ranks and got to command a little, like, you know, squadron on the Death Star. But, oh, Nobody would want to watch that. Max yeah. Rebo, a Star Wars story. Yeah. 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 Excuse me. Darth how he survived Rebo. the explosion. Darth yeah. Rebo. Yeah. How did he and Bid Fortuna? Yeah. They just. Okay. I just whatever. watched Return of the Jedi. They were both on that damn. And I got into an argument with somebody I think a couple years ago about the whole Rebo thing. I guess it was during, uh, Book of Boba the Book of Boba Fett bullshit. And I was like, they were like, he wasn't on the sail barge. I'm like, yes, he was on the sail barge when it blew up. What the fuck are you talking about? They're like, oh, he's just in a palace. I'm like, I was like, how are you calling yourself a Star Wars fan? Do you not watch the original trilogy multiple times a year? Like, because I sure as hell know I I do. I was like, the little blue fucker is on the sail barge. Back in the day, if you would have read Tales from Jabba's Palace. You would mm-hmm. have known that Bo- the Boba Fett or uh, Bib Fortuna did, in fact, was on the sail barge, but got off almost immediately when stuff started going downhill. And I'll accept that. And we I don't will know, accept that. We don't know how Max got off, but we don't care because Max, Max. I don't. Max I don't want to know how Max, Max gets off. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, he has yeah. four feet. So it's Does he use hard. his little feet hands? Yeah. yeah. He's... <laughs> anyway. I don't know. Well, you know well at, 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 on the topic of they couldn't do multiple movies, they, they could if they would dip into all those stories that they made non-canon. Because well, some of those books are fantastic. Yeah. But now they're the just old tales of the Jedi and story. not the, the the new stuff that's whatever it's called. Uh, that the old tales of the Jedi stuff would be fantastic. Nice uh, Republic there, there's, stories. There's, there's one book. It's Dark Alliance. Mm. Right. Mm. It's, I've been uh, I've been listening to Fulcrum, the Fulcrum Boys do the audio. Like read, mm. read the books out on the audio format. It's they're, they're really good. Yeah, they're great books, and I mean, the thing is, I, I have the same problem with with Star Wars as I do with Star Trek. Um, when they went, when JJ wanted to relaunch Star Trek, and he was like, mm -hmm. "I'm just gonna make new Kirk and Spock and McCoy," no, you just show a different ship in the same time period. I don't need Star Trek to be Spock, Kirk, and McCoy, or I wouldn't have watched Next Generation, DS9, Voyager, Enterprise. Yeah. That's true. You know, this is true. So it didn't need to be. You didn't need to mess up Star Trek in order to make new Star Trek. And I think the Star Wars is kind of the same way. They're stuck. They've been stuck on the Skywalkers. That's why I like the Mandalorian until they brought Luke into it. And I I did finish Andor and I did like it, but it was kind of a show that didn't need him. Apart from the prison scene, nothing yeah. he does in the the show makes any. Andor is was, Andor is purely I, just a yeah, vessel to, I, to watch the story. Disney through, you know? is covering too many angles of the same story. I don't need to see every single angle, you know, of Order sixty six. I don't need to see every single yeah. angle of the. And I feel like that's what they're doing, and it's like it's not needed. That's why. That's why after Return of the Jedi, I felt like that wrapped, especially having watched it for the first time on the big screen for the 40th anniversary. I've only ever seen it, you know, on TV. And the ending of that is so perfect for the Skywalkers. I wish Force Awakened would have done a massive time jump where Luke, Leia, Han, they've all lived their lives. They've passed away. And we don't need to see that anymore, especially since you didn't bring the three of them together one final time in Force Awakens. Like you could have just done a major time jump and just gone from there and given us new characters. Yeah. Because yeah. we as the older fans, I don't I don't mind moving away from Skywalker. It's a right. big, huge galaxy. You know how many exactly. characters there are? Too. It didn't need to right. be continued. You did one through six and that's it. You're good. I'm okay with living there. Now move on to other that, stuff. That, it's that, that whole thing with uh, Rise of Skywalker where they gave Rey the Skywalker name. She didn't need a last name. She didn't I need agree. To, like, why, why couldn't she be making her making her like a, 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 an offspring of a a bad Palpatine, like, you know, a, a defective Palpatine clone? Did we really need an explanation of why she was force sensitive and why she could use the force? Did we need an explanation? No. Like, They're also making it seem that. They also, yeah, I didn't like the whole like, well, who is she? Is she born of somebody like that's you know super? Like, I feel like I'm trying. How do I word this? They made you don't Star need to Wars be like too small. You don't need to be a celebrity to be a Jedi. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's what, yeah. it, like, oh, you know, like, is she Kenobi's 
daughter or something because that was a big rumor too that yeah. you know had come out and then to make her just a palpatine it's like you're destroying you're destroying the original trilogy but you also can't seem to move past it because you just keep giving a skywalker palpatine skywalker palpatine skywalker palpatine and even if you want to go to the palpatine route she should have kept the name and changed what that name means yeah yes which that, i would have accepted that like, like but no, not no, making her there's not just one Palpatine. It's like when people say, oh, you can't have the Millennium Falcon do that. You do know that was a ship that came off a manufacturing line. There's probably 50,000 Millennium Falcons flying around the universe. You know, and yeah. what, what else gets me is that people don't realize the Millennium Falcon was a freight ship. Right. It was used to transport cargo. Like, of course, there's going to be multiple Millennium Falcons out there because they were made for one exact purpose, and that was for moving cargo. I didn't mind Ray existing. I just thought she should have been her own woman. And she yeah, didn't need exactly. she didn't need a connection to the original characters. Exactly. At all. You know, exactly. maybe her maybe her parents died because they were smugglers and they screwed around with the huts and got killed. That's enough backstory for me for her parents. And yeah. she is just another person who has, you know, force powers like Broom Boy. Well, they could have gone well, down and different... right, exactly. They they could have gone down a different route and not given us another orphan on a desert planet story. Yes. I hate that all Star Wars planets are one environment and that's just it. They're all desert oh. or green. Yeah, they're I've, all green, got... they're all forest, they're all frozen. Go ahead, Beard. I've, I've got a little bit of a theory with, with the sequels and I'll, I'm not going to touch on them much because I don't have much positive to say. Yeah, but, neither do um, I. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, Josh is asleep. And, and I, I'm sure this is not an original thought of mine, but I haven't heard other people say it, so I'm sure other people have. I think they went so much with copying uh, A New Hope mm -hmm. beat for beat because mm -hmm. they were worried about how much backlash the prequels got for being too different. Right. And mm -hmm. then when that movie got so much backlash for being so similar, mm -hmm. they threw the script out the window and they just, just didn't know what to just do. Did did away with what? everything that you expected and every twist that you thought was going to happen. They did the opposite, mm -hmm. and then they saw the backlash from that, and they thought, "Oh, we need member berries, yes. so we're going to bring back the big bad." But they didn't really know how to do it because they'd written right. themselves into a big messy corner. I agree. Then, I agree. Then Jerry died, and then yeah. that that messed up the script even more. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, definitely devastating so. truly devastating i was oh, at work when i found out i had to go excuse i had to leave my desk and go to the bathroom and cry because it's it's kind of something jj does i mean if you oh look yeah do star trek movie that's episode four almost beat for beat and then he came back with it's not con no it is con we were just joking mm -hmm. well i'm gonna say in defense of jj with the star trek as someone who wasn't into star trek at all and was purely a Star Wars person. I will say I remember seeing the trailer for the Star first Star Trek movie that he had done, and I was like, you know what, this actually looks pretty good. And yeah, I didn't even yeah. watch the original, you know, series either at that point. Of course, I knew it again. Star Trek is a huge, you know, is greatly embedded in pop culture, so I didn't know what yeah. it was. He is a hack. I agree, Tom. I do. But at the same point, you know what? He got my butt in the seat, and I did enjoy those movies. I did find it entertaining. Yeah. 
Oh, I and it did pique my it did pique my interest in Star Trek, but really, what ended up piquing my interest in Star Trek was this guy right here, and believe it or not, the Orville, which I love. Orville is just about the best Star Trek we've had in years, and I love it. Any of you watched Lower Decks? They need to renew it for a fourth season. They do. If I don't know what's taking so long. Honestly, I got, I'm in the same boat as Shanti. I knew of. Um, I knew of Star Trek, and obviously I must have catched like maybe the odd episode of Next Generation every now and again when I was a kid, like you know, growing up, you flip through the channels and all the Star Trek's on kind of thing. But like again, those three films of J.J. Abrams done kind of got me knowing about Star Trek and kind right. of like knowing well, characters. There are seven hundred and fifty-two episodes of Star Trek and ten movies. So it's hard to get into Trek and catch up in any meaningful yeah. Well, I'm watching Next Generation right now for the first time, and I can tell you right now, I'm fucking in love with it. Just wait until and when you're done, skip Picard seasons one and two and go right to season I, two. I'm sorry. I suffer from OCD. That's not going to happen. Oh, well, then I, I, I'm happen. sorry for you. That's not going to happen. Season one is god-awful. Season two is only saved by Q. And season three is probably some of the best Star Trek. That's what I keep hearing. That's what I keep hearing. Because they gave us Star Trek again. They didn't try and give us any kind of, you know, when they were just cursing at Picard and telling the hubris of you. This man saved the fucking universe like (laughs) 80 times. Who are you? Oh, that made me so mad. And, and I'm sorry, on. I don't, I mean, I've been hearing some people telling me like, oh, you know, get through season one of TNG. And I'm like, I don't know what y'all are talking about. I was oh, like, yeah. I love, I loved season one of TNG. I thought it was very entertaining. I'm on season two right I now. I have TNG. to get back into it. I don't watch any Star Trek Next Generation episode that where Riker does not have a beard. Once Riker has a beard, we're good to go. You on know, it's line, weird. Once he shaves his head, we're good to go. I told Josh that I that I actually don't like the beard to tell you the truth. And I'm one for facial hair. Yeah. But for some reason I actually like Riker without the beard. I don't know why. Weird. I don't know why. But I'm also looking, I guess, through female eyes and I actually think he just looks cuter without the beard. Ignore me. All Star Trek, the first three seasons of all almost all new Star Trek are slogs to get into. They're good. But they're not what it becomes, even yeah. if it's next generation DS9, Voyager, uh, Enterprise. The seasons three and four were really good. I wish it wouldn't have gotten canceled. I quite liked yeah. I, I watched Discovery when it was on Netflix, and that mm-hmm. was quite interesting. It was, it, what was weird about Discovery was it was like two stories in two parts, and I didn't yeah. like the first half of each of the seasons, but I loved the second half of the seasons. Like yeah, what was it? Season, was it season one and two were Netflix? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched anything else after it left Netflix because obviously over here in the UK, we don't get like Hulu or like we've only just got Paramount Plus and that's with Amazon Prime. Well, season so, four is interesting because they take a thousand year time jump. Damn. Yeah. So like, yeah, we, we've only cool. just got Paramount. We've only just got Paramount Plus over here, and we have to pay that as well as Amazon Prime. So like, oh, it's not even included in our Amazon Prime. So like, it's just like, can't be bothered. Well, like, I gotta. Not, I will not, say, we definitely need to do an episode, obviously, 
just to talk about Star Trek because that is definitely another major franchise that has had a huge influence on on pop culture. So, yeah. Yeah. if you're going to do that, you might need to narrow it down by actual series because there is a lot there. I know, I know. I could talk yeah. your ear off for hours about Next Generation and Deep Space Nine. Mm. The best. Have you have you uh, seen uh, Beard that they've got a DS Nine comic now? Really, IDW is about to go out of business, but they started one, and it's set before Jadzia dies. And hmm. it's okay. hilarious. The first two issues are called the Spoilers. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's spoilers for a twenty-five-year-old show. Yeah, plug yeah. your ears, Shanty. Yeah. What? But <laughs> it's it's one of those episodes where the, the issues are great because they're they're very Star Trekky, but they're also very. What? DS Tiny? Because uh, um, Quark finds a corgi, a full-blooded corgi, and the, the episode all revolves around this dog and somehow, like, Morn's involved and there's a black market because it's such a rare creature. And Odo doesn't know what to make of it and he morphs into a dog and has a great time playing with the dog. And the, the issues, and then somehow the it gets uh it gets borgified, and it's <laughs> they're great up they're great issues. It's just hilarious. I'm gonna look into that. On uh on on that note, I am gonna call it a time because I was I am... gonna say we're actually gonna call it too. I was not expecting okay. to go two hours, and not only that, but end it on Star Trek. <laughs> Has it been two hours? Like, Lord. It's, it, it's now four a.m. for me, so I'm like. Um... Uh, we we could take it just a little bit further. Well, also you know, Lucas doesn't doesn't say anything about Trek influencing him. He always talks about you know the the hero's journey and stuff, but right. you know you see in some of the tech and stuff that Trek definitely influenced him in some ways. And yeah. without Star Wars, there'd be no Star Trek. The only reason Star Trek the motion picture got made, and it was supposed to be a TV series on Showtime. Uh, was because of the popula popularity of Star Wars. And then that's the only reason the next generation got pushed forward. So it's another thing that without Star Wars and Lucas, there wouldn't be any, probably no new Battlestar. Yeah. You know, all these re remakes. Well, let's wrap this up. Yeah. Josh is so. Josh has been working a lot lately, guys, so he is extremely tired. But um, I want to give everyone a chance to, you know, promote themselves. So, Peaky, you're up first. What do you got going on? Uh, so I'm bringing back gaming live streams once a week on Saturdays. Okay. Uh, they usually start at 3 p. They're going to the move-in time, so they're going to start at 3 p.m. Uh, over here in the UK. So I don't know what that is for America. Um, but if you haven't already, if you sub to my channel, click the bell icon, you'll get notified when I go live and when I post a new video. Um, I need to record two shorts as well for my two new Power Ranger figures that I've got in for my collection. I've had them for about two weeks now and I've not made the shorts yet, so I need to get on with those. And I actually have a recording with Fur Gilbert and Harrison from Forker Entertainment tomorrow where we're going to be reacting to some old school vines. So I'm going to bring oh. back reaction videos. 
That's funny. Um, and I'm kind of like hoping to get guests on because I always think reaction videos are better with a couple of other people is, instead of just one person. That's true. Um, so I'm kind of going going around the community to uh, get people on and react to videos and stuff. Um, and again, I want to sh- just say thank you for all of the support last weekend on my charity stream. Uh, we hit our goal. We hit £1,115. Um, considering half that was raised in the first four hours of the stream mm-hmm. was incredible. And Ghosty, I blame you for me being in excruciating pain with that hot chip. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Damn it, no, Ghost. You're fine. you're fine. Don't worry. Um, I, you know, just hours of pain that I ended up being in. Um, but it was you all for charity, so it's you fine. Can clip that out and put it as a shorter. I song. can't. I've lost the stream. The stream oh. got taken down off of YouTube because of an incident that happened on stream. Yeah. Yeah, I've lost the stream. I couldn't. I I went to go and download the stream so I could edit clips out and so I could clip certain stuff and so I could re-upload it as an actual video. And yeah, it got it, it got taken down before I got even chance to do it. Week. Which. Yeah, that's the, it, it sucks. It that like, really hit me. Oh, because I wasn't originally planning on keeping it, yeah. but after thinking about it while I was laid on my bed in excruciating pain for three hours, I decided that I'm going to keep it. Um, but I am planning another charity stream later on in the year, probably around October time, um, where I will be raising money for a charity that's kind of close to my heart, so I kind of have experience with this charity. And good news is I won't be doing hot stuff. I won't be doing any kind of incentive that puts harm on me. Uh, or I would, mainly they will be, I'm probably just going to do giveaways. Every so every certain goal, I'm just going to probably just do a giveaway kind of thing. Um, but yeah, uh, keep That's an eye idea. out. If you want to keep an eye out for any charity stream stuff, best place to do that is when I post on Twitter. It's at the Peaky Arrow on Twitter. Follow me on there. You also find out when I post new videos because that's the only time I really seem to post on Twitter is when I'm making content. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm also I'm close to 400 subs now. I'm at nice. 372, I believe. And I'm doing a thing where if I hit 500 by the end of the year, I get my logo tattooed on me. Oh boy! I thought you were gonna say you're gonna set yourself on fire just because. I mean, I can do that as <laughs> well. But no, I'm gonna get my. Uh, I'm not gonna get my new logo that I use now. I'm gonna get my own like one that I've got my a hoodie of. It just says the Peaky Arrow. I'm gonna get it tattooed across my collarbone, and I'm hoping when I if I hit that goal, I'm gonna hopefully record it and make it as a video for everybody to see. Um, and at the end of the month. I'll be dyeing my hair because I think blue won on the charity stream. So I will have to bleach my hair first and then dye it blue. So keep an eye out for streams and videos of me with blonde hair. Then all of a sudden it'll be blue. So, yeah. Awesome. Blue is my favorite color. (laughs) We know, Shanta. Oh, God, Shanta's going to be hitting on me. I quit. (laughs) There you go, Peaky. Ghosty, what do you got going on? Uh, possibly nothing. Um, we were going to do Lego studs tomorrow, but actually it's been canceled for the coronation. Yeah. Yeah. So, all over uh, that. I, I am working on a puzzle yeah. with a cat, so I'm sure that'll come up sometime. Oh, that'll be fun. Um, I'm 
90% done with behind me cleaning up. So there might even be a room tour this week. We'll see. Ooh. All right. Well, apart from that, I'm getting my house painted. So that's about it. Nice. So I've got to wait. I've got to wait another week to finish my nano. My Lego nano gauntlet. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's bugging me. I've got one bag left. It's bugging me that I can't finish it until the stream. Uh, Beard, I know you said you don't have any. You don't have a channel of your own, but are you guesting on anyone's show? Because I know you uh, were just recently. Yeah, I was recently on a couple. Uh, I, I mean, mostly I just have a Twitter at Beard of Liberty. <laughs> politics, pop culture guns and things so uh yeah uh i am going to be recording on thursday uh with 8750 okay uh the 8750 podcast i don't mm -hmm. really know exactly when that comes out for free feeds i think it's a monday or tuesday okay um but that'll be an interesting time they are nice. a crazy bunch of folks anyway. <laughs> yes they are <laughs> look out for that all right we are ready to wrap this up now. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Yes, I really appreciate it. As always, thank you to the chat. You guys are absolutely wonderful. Um, again, we are going to be uh, dropping our review of the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Um, you can look out for that on Thursday. It won't be a live or anything. We're just dropping a video. So please, you know, leave a comment, hit the like button, all that good stuff. And... Um, we should be coming back for another live stream on May 20th. I just got to confirm the details, but we should be getting uh, another comic book artist. I think they do more, you know, an anime type style uh, stuff. So that should be interesting. I always have been very interested in anime, so that should be fun. So, you know, look out for that. But other than that, we will continue to keep you guys posted on our Twitter page, which is at pop underscore my underscore culture. Stupid Twitter didn't let me connect at all. So and um, I am working on a Patreon page. So uh, look out for that as well, because we recently just got some pins, which are really cute. Cool. And made some I need business them. cards. So. We should be hoping to get I, that I, out. I need, I need that pin badge. I'm a pin badge collector, Shanti. This I need very cute mailer. I love Sticker Mule. It's great. I love it. But other than that, yeah, thank you everyone for coming on. I really appreciate it. And welcome. have a great night. Thank you so much it, for sticking by. It was great ruining my sleep schedule for this. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Bye, everyone. See you.